Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 142 of Clash! Oh, the Splendiferous Sibling Rivalry Podcast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Nighthood, one of two. Your host, two of two, is... Tiz. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't have fed that to you more awkwardly. I know, right? So thank you for picking that up off the floor. Uh, it's all good. I might have caught it a little bit before it landed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Didn't get too dusty. Five second rule. But yeah, uh, welcome back, Tiz, to episode one hundred forty-two. We uh, here. Glad to have you back for the hundred forty-second time. I don't pleasure. know. We might have lost an episode somewhere here, in, somewhere in there. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not. We might find it later, like Mario. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got some random topics for you here. I wrote them down. It's a, always a dangerous week when I take notes. Yeah, when right. I'm tired and I take notes. All right, so could be anything. Right off the top, I'm going to tell you guys, while I get these notes ready, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com, and you can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod on the Twitchers. And uh, so I was staring at stuff as I do when I wake up, you know, blinking, trying to get your eyes clear, thinking (laughs) about what you're about to do. For me, it's usually turn the television on because the silence terrifies me. (laughs) Um... So I was staring at my uh, PlayStation controller, and uh, I was thinking, like, all technology is becoming smooth, like, the same way that all app icons are becoming smooth. Like, design-wise, or what you mean? Like, functionality? Yeah, you know how, like, app icons got... Like, used to look like construction paper, and now they're, like, weirdly, like, smooth. Round on the corners, like... Yeah. Yeah, and everything's like flat. Mm-hmm. Like nothing has depth yeah. to it. So everything's minimalist. <laughs> We're in a like a yeah, minimalist like, space. So I said, like, well, everything eventually just have no buttons, and everything will just be weird holographic touch based interface It'll that be literally primordial only. Soup. <laughs> Hold on, I, I wrote this in a terrible spiel, and I have to read it. <laughs> oh my bad. But I said everything will just be a weird holographic touch-based interface that literally only exists so that your eyes know where your hand should be but like the holographic <laughs> controls aren't actually doing anything because everything is smooth and reacts to your <laughs> Tiz, react to that go <laughs> well it's funny you say that because um when the brain chips are here we'll just be able to do it with our mind we won't even need to touch anything you'll just be able to look at your computer and click on what you want Ew. with your mind but what if you click on stuff you shouldn't click on because you like can't fight your you curiosity yeah <laughs> like your eye flickers the wrong way and then you're like there you go you clicked on the ad you don't want to click on <laughs> one straight thought and now you're in the dark web deep <laughs> now you've committed crimes yeah. you know how they know how to you know they know how to trick your eyes to make it like look at stuff oh my god wow you just you just brought up something i didn't even think about but like yeah the advertisers would advertisers would go crazy with that with all types of like psychological like yeah nah yeah like everything would just be hypnotoed from like futurama where it's like you just look at the screen and just be hypnotized by like colors and lights there has to be some like laws to prevent the advertisers from like brain (laughs) like literally mind controlling us (laughs) There has but to be I'm just like everything used to have like 
Like, I think about PlayStation 4 and, mm. like, everything had, like, corners and lines and details. Yeah. And it's, like, bevels. And, yeah. like, now it's, like, smooth. And everything <laughs> has to be smooth. Everything's <laughs> matte. Have fins. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-oh. I do really like when things are matte. I love matte. I don't mind matte. Because I, I glossy must be kept up. Yeah. And you don't have to upkeep matte stuff. So I was fun. just I was just talking about Windows 11 before we started recording, and Windows 11 is very much like that too. Everything's very like bubbly and like it's not like Windows 10. Windows 10 to me is very like factory like assembly line looking. Like it looks like a <laughs> warehouse almost. And Windows 11 is like a I like that. Like a like a what is Windows 11 like? It's like a colorful room with like colorful plushy furniture. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say it's more like one of those like future lounges that they yeah, try to yeah. have it like like new workplaces. That's a good way, yeah. New agile space, you know. Where it's like, look, look at this, where it looks like a, a fucking nighttime cafe lounge, yeah. but you're supposed to be at work. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, no, it's just we like dare that. you not to sleep here. It's just like um. that. <laughs> but uh, no, I was it's like, anything was better than XP. Jesus Christ. XP. Um, oh yeah, XP was pretty. <laughs> that horrible blue taskbar. Just, gross. And that 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 defaulted like open field of what bullshit. Do you, do you prefer XP over like nine? What is it? Ninety nine, ninety eight. The one that was just black oh, and white course. with the squares. I mean, XP XP held on for a considerable amount yeah, of time. It did, especially with Vista being such trash oh my god um, and then you're like falling back on xp and you're like oh jesus thank god you're still here xp yeah. thank you for not leaving me even this though I design you. was disgusting too it was all like <laughs> silvery and like shiny for no reason and then what was the one that like no one had but like windows everyone 8. needed it fixed all the time probably yeah. windows 8 windows right. 8 sucks <laughs> they got rid of the whole start menu but yeah i like the open like i like i like the you utility feel like i like <laughs> i'm thinking back to like the the jurassic park like computer the linux setup where you had to yeah. like fly <laughs> to the files yeah like, doo-doo, 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 and like zoom in on the file and open it yeah <laughs> i like i like that feeling on a on a computer it makes it feel like you're really using a computer and not really like a doing nintendo work. console yeah <laughs> i like when I use the command line and I'm like, yeah, I really know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't need I don't need a graphic interface. Ugh. No, I'm I, fine. I I always need a graphic interface. Always. Yeah, please. no, I get I get I made fun of at work for yeah. using GUIs for stuff all the time. <laughs> no and I'm same. like, you know what? At least I know what I'm doing. This all is right? the future, yeah. At least I'm not breaking stuff. Exactly. <laughs> um But yeah, uh the next random thought. And this is more of a question, and this is less about Tiz because he is not a pet owner, to my knowledge. I'm not. Um, but I had a my thought was, <laughs> my thought was, I'm pretty sure I've woken up every night this week coughing because my dog's hair is Ew. in my bed and is then <laughs> therefore in my throat, and my dog refuses to sleep in her own bed. Um, every time I put her on the floor. She literally makes my life living hell until I bring her back up on the bed. And she's like, I'm a uh, peasant, but I look like sleeping on the floor. <laughs> she has a very nice bed. She's a very nice cushion. You have a nicer like, bed. You know what? what you mean? I would argue that her bed is nicer than mine. Um, uh, I said, why? I don't know. She won't, uh, but it's problematic. And mm. I want to know, I wanted to ask the audience, like, am I in danger? 
from inhaling all this dog hair nah, no at night. Um, and does anyone else deal with this issue? You never know. It's just a question. I imagine um, there's like ninety, like ninety percent of domestic pets are the shedding type, so you're probably fine. Ninety percent. Yeah. So I <laughs> like the mu- I the much smaller percent is like bigs where they're like hyperallergen, hypoallergenic, and all that. And don't when shed. this show makes money, I'll invest in an air purifier. I was gonna ask what your uh, air conditioning filter be looking like. I don't know. I clean it, but I also like I vacuum a lot. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't be to try and cut down on because sometimes you know you'll just move mm-hmm. and then just a swath of hair just, just burst into the air like a dandelion, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh no, it's like I'm breathing pocket. this in. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to know how many other pet owners have to deal with this shit. Uh, Cause yeah, why? <laughs> Keep your hair on your body, dog. You've already shed. The summer's almost over. <laughs> like, what's the point right. in even shedding anymore? I don't get it. As a house dog, <laughs> like, why do you even need to shed? Like, it's. I fine. mean, they're just you know she's pretty waterproof. Evolve more. So I think that's dog. like a a benefit. Evolve more um. quickly. But it's like as soon as they get adjusted to inside, then the fucking buildings are gonna get crumbled or some (laughs) shit, and then they're gonna be right back to outside. They're all gonna die. (laughs) Shivering, they're just be outside shivering. Yeah, that's so sad. Like I'm pretty sure my dog's already jacked up because she's out of her like natural cold environment. Yeah, (laughs) she's not in the Arctic or wherever they're supposed to be. They're not from the Arctic. (laughs) They're from Japan. Oh, oh. (laughs) I thought they were in the same place that uh, Japan has a fairly like they have cold and then hot. They have seasons. Yeah, yeah. Regular, regular season. But yeah, enough rambling. I don't have much of a week this week. I mostly did anime stuff, so we're just gonna get right in the tizzles week. Are we going to me? All right, bet. What did you um, do? I didn't do too much. Um, been messing around with some games on the deck. Um, the first of which is an indie game that I've kind of had wishlisted for a while called Blue Fire. Um, have you heard of this one at all? No. So it's a pretty interesting, it's probably not super high profile, but it is pretty fun. It's like a Zelda meets Dark Souls 3D type of game. So you're like, <laughs> okay. You're like this little sprite man, and you kind of wake up and there's not really much explanation for why you're waking up sort of like dark souls like you just wake up in like a cave um type of situation or in this game specifically you wake up in like a tank like a like a bapta tank type of thing and you break out of this tank and you're just you just start exploring um like a what tank like a like a bapta tank is that a what do you say bapta what is Bapta? Are those those tanks that people be in in anime when they got it? Oh, Bacta tank. That's what I was thinking of. Like Star Wars. That he Are you do. talking about like where Goku like regenerates? Yeah, exactly. After he gets beat up when he's training? Exactly. Yeah, it was kind of oh, that type of situation. Oh, I didn't know those had a name. Yeah, yeah. Bacta <laughs> tanks. I think Bacta, Bacta is tank. a Star okay. Wars name, I but like, I just call f- them all Bacta tanks. So yeah. What do you? I was about to say, what word are you teaching me this week? Like a rejuvenation chamber? I don't know what you would that, call it. See that? There you go. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. puts an instant picture in my head yeah back that i don't think is a real word i think that's a fictional concept like first i thought you were describing like i'm picturing someone coming out of like a like a <laughs> ruined like a battle tank oh god like a yeah, <laughs> yeah. So i was like wait what gotcha gotcha <laughs> no nah, no nah, you're in this like tube type of thing and you break okay. out and then you start exploring and it's kind of like 
Um, it's kind of like Zelda and Dark Souls, I guess, both do this where you talk to NPCs and they're kind of vague about stuff, but they're just like, hey, okay. go here and find the answer you're seeking. But that's all they really tell you. And so you're kind of exploring these different dungeons. There's like uh, kind of mini puzzles and there's also a very big emphasis on platforming. So like you have okay. a you have a, a jump and a dash um, and you can like variably uh depending on how you press the dash button button is how far the dash will go and so mm -hmm. there's a bunch of platforming challenges involving that um there's no stamina well actually is there stamina? there's like a weird magic slash hybrid stamina system so i i want to say the stamina doesn't get drained when you dodge but it get, does get drained when you block and when you okay. use your actual magic I was gonna say there's something. What was I? I think it was tunic. Tunic, I think is like that where one of your movement mechanics doesn't use your stamina. stamina. Yeah, can't remember. And it's kind of like that. And the the fight the fights are. I would say the fights are actually more Zelda ish than Dark Souls because of the okay. lack of stamina use in combat. Um, but it's like you have a lock on, and you know how Zelda when you lock on it goes to this like cinematic looking type of almost widescreen camera view mm -hmm. and your character's movements kind of change later Zeldas. yeah and your character's yeah. movements kind of change like you then get a backflip while you're locked on and stuff like that <laughs> um so it's very zelda in that regard and you're yeah you're just kind of going through these levels you kill enemies you get souls if you die you drop the souls where you died you got to go back and find them um okay. there's bosses that have telegraph all the enemies have super telegraphed moves um and yeah so far like i've i've just kind of gone through like this initial cave and they're like throughout the levels like the regular levels that have enemies and stuff um they're like these other sub levels that are like specifically platforming challenges so i've been going through like these caves and then um you meet a dude who's like obsessed with elevators and he's just telling you about his elevator obsession and then he later like conned you into paying like a exorbitant fee to fix one of the elevators that you need to go to like another town so um yeah it's 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 in a lot of ways it's very like zelda dark souls hybrid but it's pretty fun <laughs> um it's a pretty good game and um hmm. aside from that i also started this game biomutant um which was kind of like a i think it's this actually game. like a second party game like what does that mean like it's not quite the budget of a tr uh not second party okay. i meant double a not second party it's not quite the budget of like a triple a <laughs> like, game i meant double a not second party um i was like is this like a weird mix between like first and third person but something else? no no i think <laughs> i think second party though is actually like a term yeah like third party is like another company that makes a game for you but they also make games for other people. First party is like you own the company and they only make games for you. And then second party is like you don't own the company, but they only make games for you. Huh. Um, but that's not the term I was thinking of. I'm thinking of double A where it's like okay. not quite indie budget like Blue Fire. So like it has good graphics and, and stuff like that, but it's not yeah. AAA budget either. I was going to say my only comment is like Biomutant was a very interesting looking game that just didn't go anywhere yeah like um, didn't hear anything about it yeah. not anything great for example uh but yeah and i was that, like i know i'm aware of it yeah. i know it exists i was gonna say that's kind of was my impressions of it too like it's it's especially because i think it's 60 dollars um it was 60 dollars full price okay i thought it was a 40 dollar. okay it might be 40 dollars but i'd probably think it's more worth like 20 dollars um <laughs> to be honest like at the most 
Um, but it is a really cool little game. I think it just cuts some corners. Like, for example, <clears throat> there's... Like, what was that one game that we started for, like, a hot second? The Is it, like, tor- not Torment, but it was, like, a shooter. Oh. And it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Soulsy like shooter with the dodging and stuff. And the, yeah. the bosses, I know what you're talking about. I can't... Revenant, Something of Ashes. Rev- Rev- there you go, Remnant, Remnant from the Remnant. Ashes. Yeah, Remnant. Um, does it remind you of that at all before you describe it probably like budget and quality wise but not definitely not gameplay wise Um, okay okay so i actually think you would probably like this game gameplay wise so it's got a very it's it's very light-hearted one like you play as these little like mutant fox squirrel type of creatures and (laughs) you start the game by basically customizing your dude and it's like rpg ish where you're like you can either make your dude stronger weaker more health more magic all that type of stuff and based okay. on the attributes you give him determines like his body like shape like in his like body char- physical characteristics okay so like the more vitality you have like the the, the like bigger he is like like <laughs> fatter he is the more strength okay. he has the more like big his arms are the more intelligence he has for magic the bigger his head gets and the smaller his oh, body no. so it's like <laughs> it's got that little like personality to it right okay and then you have these classes you can pick from and of course i pick a class it's like a dual wielding samurai with like a rice hat and like a pistol um <laughs> And I'm not super far yet, but from what I understand, <laughs> the classes aren't super hard to find. Like, so you can kind of, once you start the game, you can kind of branch out in any direction you want and uh-huh. kind of change things up however you want. But the combat is really interesting. It's it's very, very fluid. Like, so there's no lock on. And okay. you, you have your obviously regular third person action game camera controls. And like, let's say some monsters walk up to you. Instead of having like a hard lock on, it kind of locks onto things based on what you're facing so like if you're doing a melee attack it's going to just lock onto the closest enemy okay and it's pretty smart about it like it's i haven't accidentally locked onto the wrong enemy and like when you're using your guns or your magic you have a reticle like a like a third person shooter or whatever and it's kind of a thing where it's like you aim in a direction of your target and it's going to lock mm-hmm. on to a target within the like a radius of your aimer if that makes sense and it's going to auto hit the shots that you're kind of facing the target okay um, so it ends up feeling like really smooth because you don't have to be super precise with the aiming and you got all these like you can like dodge and shoot in like bullet time and like jump and shoot in the air and like it's almost like devil may cry like the how acrobatic okay. you can be with the guns and the melees and stuff gotcha. and so you can do you're doing all this jumping around and you're fighting but you don't have to be super accurate because the bullets are going to go at what you're kind of generally curve aiming a little at. bit yeah not I'm even curve but like, it's like your guns are going to shift and your character is going to point at who you want to point at even though you're not you know what i'm saying directly okay because i'm like i'm trying to picture like i have a picture of a game like that in my mind but i cannot remember the name of it same yeah um, there's definitely other like, games that do that where too. i feel like you just need to get close enough to exactly shoot them and then it'll hit exactly um, but i can't remember but it doesn't feel wonky right like it's not like i don't know like um, well because when you're that focused on movement also right you yeah. kind of need it to not be need super you to precise be like resident evil precise with your shots yeah but it's not like um what's a game that has like wonky aiming like until dawn or, or like last of us or something <laughs> like if the aimer still does go where you want it to go like it's still the stick is very reactive to where you're aiming it's just you don't have okay. to be pinpoint on so it feels really smooth like the controls are like really really good 
Okay, I was gonna say um, Returnal kind of feels like that too. Really? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, controls are one of the best parts of the game, hands down. And um, the the story, like the long, long story short, the premise is like the world was once inhabited by humans. I'm pretty sure it's Earth. It was once inhabited by humans. Obviously, humans do stuff like drill for oil and pollute the oceans and stuff. And eventually we got to a point where we over polluted the planet and the wildlife and stuff took back over and all the humans <laughs> died. And so you're kind of like a result of like a mutation that happened, I think, uh-huh. based on the pollution. I might be messing it up a little bit, but there's this like mutation that happened and you're like a species of mutated like mutant animal that's kind of like a bioweapon also. So you're like you were like i don't know if you were quite created on purpose but it has something to do with like the overall state of the world um maybe i just haven't gotten that far yet and so you kind of go around the world meeting little other animal type critters that you talk to and do quests for and stuff um and there's this narrator that narrates every story and all the dialogue for you so like you never hear another character's voice you just hear the narrator kind of talking through everything um, and I think that was one of the knocks that people had on the game where, where they were like, uh, you get kind of tired of the same narrator talking to you for every single piece of dialogue for every single character that you talk to. It's like the same guy <laughs> <laughs> that's narrating the whole game. Um, and I, I'm sure that's probably <laughs> something they did to cut, cut costs yeah. um, or like a budget type of thing. But it's not bad so far. And the story is like serviceable enough. And, you know, I'm... the world looks good and all that stuff. So it's a decent, decent little game. I'm laughing a little bit because there's this movie I used to watch as a kid all the time that mm. our mom had like recorded on mm. her VHS. It was called Milo and Otis. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. you ever remember it. It doesn't sound familiar off top. It was a movie about it was like a movie about a pug and a kitten. Really? That like get yeah, they're like friends and then they get lost in the the wild and Maybe then that's they, why I like they pugs. meet back up. <laughs> And they like when they meet back up, they like they like have families and stuff. That's hilarious. <laughs> like that's the end of the movie. And oh, no, I've um, never seen this. the the I didn't realize like till I was older because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's done. It's shot like with real animals, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like a homeward bound where the animals are just sitting there and, and voices like, are kind of. Yeah, and, well, and their mouths don't move. Yeah. You know, it's just the narr- like whoever's voice is the animal. Yeah, yeah. And so for Milo and Otis, I never realized it's one guy mm-hmm. narrating like the story, <laughs> like he's reading a book, but then also doing the Both voices animals. for the animals, <laughs> all the funny. animals. Yeah. <laughs> and I never realized, like, I never thought about it until I was older, and I was like, he would Wait talk a second. Like this. Yeah. And then he would talk like this, and he would go, "Oh, Milo, oh Otis," and I'm like. <laughs> Like, it made me laugh, and I'm like, you saying that just now just made me think of that again, so I probably would enjoy that. Joan got that machinima um, budget. Um, but yeah, no, this game has a lot of personality. <laughs> it really does. Okay. Um, I was, like, it looked cool when the trailer came out. It's just, like, I get so disheartened when I don't hear anything about a game. Yeah, um, yeah. And, it is, and it's not a game that I'm just stumbling across, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and I get in that little thing, like little thing too, where it's like, cause we have so much media and, and we can watch reviews and all that. We have the internet and all that now, but I yeah. try to, a lot of times too, I, I try to like be better about putting myself like back in the blockbuster days where I'm like, I wasn't scared to pick up a game, even if I had no idea, 
Like some oh, of my favorite I'm... games ever were probably trash. Like would have been trashed by reviewers today. If if we had the synopsis. Internet. Yeah. Like I live in this. I watch first. I read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Then I watch gameplay. Yep. Then I look at um like images and stuff. And then if mm-hmm. I'm really not sure, I then I check reviews. Yeah. Because it's like if I'm really scared about the price not being worth it, that's when I really check a review. Check the review. But like, yeah, I'm more about like, does this does look and feel like something I would want to play? Yeah. Because I found like the series that I started playing, uh, Heaven's Dust, that mm-hmm. is like a weird, like top down, like kind of weird 3D version of uh, Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um like now has a part two that i picked up recently and Mm. i'm like i just randomly found that game in the shop yeah and just grabbed it and i'm like it ended up being a game i enjoyed yeah yeah so it's like yeah you gotta just give stuff a chance yeah honestly so i would say if you're if you're into like talking animals or or uh what's the word personified animals like animals that act like humans and very fluid combat oh and the other really cool thing like personality wise about it is like it does the comic book thing of like when you're shooting like when you're shooting in 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 combat it'll be like boom like it'll pop up in, in oh, comic gosh. book words and like when you reload your gun will be like click 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 like the text will be popping up above your gun <laughs> um so it does really cool stuff like that too um which just kind of adds to it so i would say this is definitely worth it either like sailing or if you catch it for like under 20 to 15 dollars um okay it's probably a decent a decent one to try and then um the last thing i'll talk about i won't spend too much time but i've been in anime there's an there's this anime that i tried to pick up like a while back <laughs> like this was before they even had a dub i was just looking for like i was on like a shonen uh like thing where i was just like i need another shonen to watch now and so I get I s- mad at this anime. Really? <laughs> yeah. How much of it? Have I'm gonna you let seen? you finish though. Like at least one season. Oh, okay. So you're farther in it than me. Um, <laughs> but wait, actually, there are like 70 episodes though, in the at least on Crunchyroll in the quote-unquote first season. So I don't. Maybe they broke it up. Weird. Um, but the show is called World Trigger, basically. And I had randomly started it before it had a dub, and I fell off because it was like. At the very start, it's very slow, and it's, like, bad CG, and it's, like, also having it subtitled on top of that, I was just like, no, I can't do it. I give up. And so, like, way not, like now, like, way down the line. That was, like, years ago. Now I've, I see they have the whole first, like, 70-something episodes dubbed, so I'm like, all right, let me try this again. Still was super slow at the beginning, bad CG on the monsters. Um, so it wasn't until like, so I'm kind of just like playing handhelds on the, on the side and stuff while I'm watching it, trying to see if it picks up. And then eventually they get to this point where it's like this huge, like the stakes just rocket up like in a day, like there's this huge like invasion of, um, basically if you don't know what this show is about, it's this kind of defense agency that protects the city from these alternate dimension creatures called neighbors that invade the, the city and try to kidnap people and stuff like that um yeah and they call it they call their world the neighborhood um (laughs) (laughs) so like they're fighting these badly cg'd monsters right that aren't like scary monsters they're like more robotic than anything um Mm -hmm. but eventually they get to the point in the story like pretty early on it's like episode like 20 or 25 or something 
and there's this giant invasion just out of nowhere almost like just out of nowhere they're just like oh we're about to have the biggest invasion ever boom and so in the invasion now we start to get to like the shonenness of it and so at the, this point i'm like okay no now i'm actually in i'm watching um because they do the whole thing of like you know how you have like your shonen generals on the enemy side that have their <laughs> unique powers their the the main characters are having to prove themselves in a way that they never had to prove themselves before you're getting your your showdown with the enemy generals and your generals on your side like um the all the characters on the good side that they've talked up and then like these are the number one fighters in our ranks like you're getting to see them fight and stuff um at this point so i was like okay no this is this is actually pretty decent now and then they go through like the tournament now i'm kind of getting to like the tournament arc like where you know how like my hero had like the the whole season that was basically just like all of the different uh squads from the different classes were fighting against each other in like different yeah. different types of matches like it wasn't necessarily just a one-on-one fight um they're kind of doing a little a little thing like that now so i'm like okay they're hitting the tropes that i, I was actually coming for now um even though it took a little bit to start up so um i'm actually enjoying it a decent amount now uh i want to keep watching now um, that's kind of why I haven't really started anything new yet because I was kind of on the fence about it, but I was like, let me keep pushing through a little longer and see where this goes. Um, and then it ended up getting uh, more interesting. Now, one of the weird things about this show that I think kind of makes it feel slower is that like the way the 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 universe is set up and just the way that the storyline is with like how they fight and stuff is basically mm-hmm. like they none of them use their real physical bodies they they use these like replacement bodies that don't feel pain and that don't put their real life in any real danger so like every fight there's really no stakes because it's like if a character dies they do this thing called bailout and they just like teleport back to the base basically in their real body and so there's never any unless they choose to put their real body in risk while they're in combat there's no (laughs) real risk to their anybody's real body so it's like it almost feel you have to push your mind past the fact that there's really no stakes anytime anybody's fighting. Um, <laughs> aside from when they started kidnapping people, that that was when I was like, okay, nah, this is real now. Because even though they're in their like fake body, they're still kidnapping their like soul essentially. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it's 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 got some some interesting and odd things going on with it. Um, but I think once you mentally like, or once I mentally got past the fact that like okay i just have to create stakes in my mind like i have to think about it like if this dude loses this fight it's gonna be dire even though it's probably not um so i think that was probably the biggest thing that was slowing it down for me but i think i'm kind of past that point now and i'm kind of i'm actually pretty into the characters i I like the characters for the most part i like seeing how they're developing and, and what they're doing the one of the characters has a really cool power which i haven't really seen a lot in anime where he can just just straight up see like a day into anybody's future that he knows in person like personally or that he's seen before um but he can't see the exact future he can only see a bunch of possible futures and so his job is like here's the best possible future even everybody yeah his job is like here's the best possible (laughs) here's the worst possible here's what you guys need to do to try to avoid the worst possible and then that's kind of like how they go about things but um yeah, it's 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 not too bad. What you were saying, you watched a pretty good amount of it. How how are you feeling? Well, about it? I just I get irritated with this show because it comes up on so many lists. Yeah. 
And I don't think it ever deserves to be. In this it probably list. doesn't, yeah. To be um, but that's really all I feel about it is that I've tried to watch it and I could, I just couldn't get into it. I was gonna say how many when you said first season, how many episodes do you think you made it? Oh, I not seventy. Okay. That, not that far, that's for sure. Maybe gotcha, gotcha. maybe closer to like twenty or so. Okay. okay. It just it, it probably like now that you're the thing you're saying about the stakes, that's yeah. probably what got me. Yeah. I was struggling to push through it. I'm gonna be honest with you, because I'm like even we both, even with like Tamadachi game, we both were like, <laughs> there are no stakes in this game. Like nobody's gonna die. Now but, I'm not even so sure about that though. After well, <laughs> the yeah, recent that, stuff, but at the same time, it's like different because it's like high school kids, right? So your reputation is almost your life. Yeah, and it's <laughs> millions of dollars right like yeah. or hundreds of thousands at least i don't know what yeah. the yen conversion is but that could be it's your a life a bunch you know? of money yeah that, that could be your life didn't belong to you <laughs> exactly um but what was i gonna say oh yeah and, and the other thing that really got me in with the world trigger was like a uh, minor spoiler but there's this one s- scene where one of the bad guys loses basically and this is kind of like a shonen tropey thing but like the the co-bad guy like their co- whatever you call them their cohort like basically Mm -hmm. comes up and was like you've been defeated you're useless to us rips off the thing that gives him like basically gives them the power to have the fake body steals that back from him and then just murders him on the spot and says like you're useless so i'm like oh okay so they really will kill somebody if it (laughs) if it comes down to it (laughs) and so i'm like okay so it has the potential to to be dark if it wants to be um but yeah I, i don't know what um I'm, what is gonna happen next how far they're gonna take it because um, there there's definitely been shown in before where um it starts off super slow i don't think i'm gonna like it and then it turns into like oh my god i had no idea they were gonna take this in this direction so um i'm curious i think from that perspective to see where they take it but uh yeah that is my thoughts on world trigger hey and interesting that is my week as well um so all i'll bring up before we go to news is uh (laughs) so i remembered much later and i'm remembering again now that Mm. i brought up the term uh i believe it's pronounced balachory yeah balachory (laughs) i don't know how else you would say that i would think but i brought that up because there was i was watching a show on hulu called solar opposites Mm -hmm. uh some of you may be aware of it it's the other show created by justin roiland who does rick and morty Mm -hmm. um it's him and another guy it's like mike mccannon or something and this is the show, I think I've talked about it on here before, but this is the show about the aliens that just, like, randomly live in a neighborhood, yeah. and, like, they're supposed to be invading Earth, but, like, they fail at it miserably, pretty much, mm-hmm. because it's, like, they're, the whole, the whole way that they invade Earth is, like, they they all were sent out with this, each squad was sent out with these pupas, mm-hmm. and the pupa, they're supposed to take care of the pupa until it it's gonna, like, evolve and Mm. then eat them and then terraform the planet jesus christ so it's like they're supposed to be taking care of the people but like they just fail miserably at their job all the time (laughs) and uh there's like one straight guy and then straight by saying like he's like the like i need to do my job all the time guy Mm. and then there's one guy that's like just wants to live on earth and like bullshit all the time yeah (laughs) 
and then they have like kind of like children but they just call them replicants because each of the kids quote-unquote are just copies of the adults yeah um but they just like dress and act like children because they're younger that sounds like that in your game <laughs> they actually call the clones replicants in that game yeah they're because they're like they're just replicants yeah. they just replicated them but exactly so it's like i there were two more seasons of that show on hulu that i was unaware of because hulu's terrible terrible at notifying me of like new episodes of stuff mm-hmm. um and i watched those two episodes and they they did um I want to say they did a couple, but the one episode I remember, like, they kind of did a clip episode where at the beginning of each episode of Solar Opposites, the the narrator who is, like, one of the aliens says that their home planet was destroyed by an asteroid and a hundred ships were sent out to mm. terraform new planets, right? Mm. And so there's a clip episode where they go into their ship, which is like basically run by an AI system, which is basically Tiffany Haddish, oh, wow. <laughs> the yeah. comedian. Yeah, yeah. And her name's Aisha. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, Aisha, uh, tell us about what happened to the other 99 ships. Yeah. And so the word that they use when they would cut to each scenario, they would say balatory one or balatory seven mm-hmm. and so that's what made me look up i was like what the hell is balatory yeah so that it's like seed dispersal so i was like oh it totally makes sense because yeah. it's like this the planet explodes and then all these ships come out to like make new planets whatever. yeah but anyway it's like it's a pretty like funny episode because it's like they find out like because they're they're failing so miserably that they're like please tell us that one of the other teams has done their job properly mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're like okay so let's go through all the teams and she's like he's telling it to them like a like a bedtime story so they're all like sitting in pajamas under a blanket while yeah. she's telling them about <laughs> these other teams and it's like 70% of the other teams were just eaten by dinosaurs on the other planet. Oh, my God. It's like they immediately landed, and then they were eaten Got by... Eaten. And they were like, Jesus. how many goddamn teams are eaten by dinosaurs? And why are there so many dinosaurs? Yeah, and they were like, why? And then she was just like, I don't know. Like, it's a big universe. Yeah. She's, she's like, a lot of planets are going to have dinosaurs. Oh, my God. And so it's like, it's just like the craziest, like scenarios that you could think of but like a very very like it feels like because i know dan Harmon plays a a a large role in rick and morty but Mm -hmm. solar opposites and rick and morty have a a lot of humor in common Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of that is justin roiland and there's also like a sub-series in solar opposites where the two kid aliens every Mm -hmm. time somebody pisses them off or they're just curious or weirded out by someone they shrink them down and put them in this wall which Mm -hmm. is like in their bedroom and it's basically a giant human ant farm (laughs) oh my god and so occasionally as heavily in seasons like two and three they will have full episodes that take place in this ant farm Mm -hmm. and so over the course of all three seasons they've been following like the first season the leader of the ant for the human ant farm gets like t- overthrown yeah <laughs> 
and then so this new guy who like is like you actually see him get shrunk down and he enters and you know has to figure out the whole ant farm world and yeah and so he eventually becomes the new leader but then he becomes corrupt oh my god <laughs> and so then like then there's this other chick who like befriended him while because they both got shrunk down at the same time and she's like oh no i gotta take him down because they find out that like there's an there's a hole in the wall and you can get out mm-hmm but like they can get out, but they can't unshrink themselves. Yeah. So like oh, no. she's trying to get out of the backyard, and it's like a whole episode because it takes her like months yeah. <laughs> to cross the backyard. Jesus Christ! <laughs> she's getting like attacked by possums, and birds. <laughs> oh my! God. It's like insane. <laughs> While she's tiny, <laughs> she's like taking refuge in like a, a little like Millennium Falcon ship. Yeah. That is like out in the middle of the yard. Oh my god! It's crazy. So like yeah, it has like a whole subplot of like this the humans that are trying to survive in this fucking wall That's and they just feed them candy so like their whole economy in the wall is like based off of candy and this one dude who like rides around on a mouse and like sells mouse milk <laughs> it's like mouse disgusting. milk yeah that's the nastiest then- <laughs> thing i've ever heard Oh, and then there's one episode, because there's one episode where they discover, like, this jerky, and then they find out it's just a dude who's, like, killing and shredding mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and telling people it's jerky. That's horrible. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a wild show. It's fun to watch. I recommend it uh, if you haven't seen it, and I just, rec- uh, I just remembered that I forgot it, like, two weeks ago. Do you know if Solar Opposites is a WBIP, like Rick and Morty? Uh probably it's it's fully like per, like put out by hulu so okay it's not on like a channel okay um so i don't know it's probably owned by disney but they okay. drop a lot of f-bombs which is no no not disney wb no but doesn't WB. disney own hulu right now yes they do actually that's what i'm saying do. like solar so opposites is a hulu is a hulu property but it's not like uh it's not like disney-esque right like it's not like children no it's not like for a that's why i'm like they drop a lot of f-bombs and they're not it's not bleeped out yeah (laughs) that's funny um just a just a small aside um i was just i was just asking that because i was curious if they could possibly be in multiverses as well oh i have no idea because i'm like i don't know who owns that because it's like it's not an adult swim show yeah I was just so. I thought I thought you would find this cool. They leaked the they data mined the game basically and found a bunch of characters that people think are coming. Mm-hmm. Static Shock is on the <laughs> list. Well, he's a WB character. That's the channel you was on. That's so that makes sense. That's so awesome. Gizmo from Gremlins yeah. is on the list. Say from Gremlins. From Gremlins is on the list. Oh my god! I don't know this who is this is, weirdest. but I feel like you do. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso from the fucking Apple TV show is, is on the list. <laughs> the Apple Plus TV show. Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh my god. Is on the list. I don't need these people to interact. <laughs> the Hound and Daenerys from Game of Thrones. This is just Are you know what this list. is? This is just VR chat. It's it is. is. Yo, but I was looking at it the other day, and I didn't actually realize, like, I knew they owned a lot of the cartoons that I watched growing up, but I didn't realize, no, they just owned the channel of Cartoon Network. Like, the entire channel, they just owned the channel. Well, (laughs) I was going to say, they own that because they owned, like, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. 
and crazy. Cartoon Network was like 90% to almost 100% Hanna-Barbera back in the day. I did not realize how powerful this company was. Yeah, man. Why do they own so much? Entertainment, son. Why is it all? Well, yeah, why is 90% of entertainment WB owned? Boon, I'm pretty sure Boondocks could be in here, potentially. Yeah, that's possible. It's crazy. It's crazy. Sorry, I just had to. No, I mean, because, I mean, they were like, I shouldn't say they were. They have always been at least a part of the animation game in yeah. my memory. That's so, crazy. And they own a whole bunch of not live action, too, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah they, they got a little monopoly going on in the tv entertainment space but nobody talks about it them it, 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 like they're it, it, literally just as big as disney like that's crazy man. that's true yeah it's just yeah it's just they don't have the like they don't use the gross marketing mechanisms that disney does i was about to say why aren't they doing they should be doing dc the way marvel's doing uh disney's doing well because that's the thing right like that's what i respect about them is that they're not trying to appeal to the masses yeah i feel like they're normally outside of like the recent justice league stuff and all the mm-hmm. like recent comp like competing yeah they usually are I think more honest to the material than they are to the audience. Like they're like more respectful of the material than trying to make something that everybody will want to see yeah, and pay yeah. for. And I don't mean they should be trying to mainstreamify it. I just yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. No, you get I get what I that. Mean. Like they should just be use. They should be using the power that they have to do right with it. In a yeah, better I way. think they just. <laughs> The problem is, is that you lose, you're losing the talent to the money. Mm. So, like, the people that could write for them in the way that they need. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not trying to pay them enough. Yeah, I feel like the producers that they need aren't, because I won't even say the talent. They have the talent. It's like, I feel like the producers that they need are all over on the Disney side. Yeah like getting paid over there to not like i feel like disney would buy out people not actually have them doing anything yeah. to prevent wb from being able to yeah <laughs> to hire them you know what i mean yeah to keep the competition from having it yeah like not i feel like that. they they would do that they could if johnny depp can have an old dude that just lives in his house yeah <laughs> like in one of his extra houses and like he had to say that shit or <laughs> in the trial where he's like yes i just live in his house yeah and it's funny. like what it's, <laughs> like it's you just so live odd. there for free you don't work you don't do shit like you just stay there just <laughs> like walking. i feel like disney would hire somebody like that just so wb couldn't have him yeah yeah no i could see i don't that know or sure. anybody else period dreamworks for sure like Pixar probably does that shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I just their, got me. all their uh, frozen money. It just got me hyped because you know Static Shock's wildly underused. So I'm just of course for him to appear in something. But I mean, once we get off Black Panther's uh, purple <laughs> eggplant, yeah, we can move on. But yeah. it's like everybody can't let that shit go for three seconds so that yeah. we can focus on one other. Like, there's a million other black characters to focus on. But to, to Black Panther's <laughs> uh, credit, though, Static Shock is DC. So that's just DC not wanting to, you know what I'm saying? That's just them well, being stingy with it. I, look, I'm just saying, like, the pe- the where are the Static Shock fans? But why I'm are we here, so quiet? What you mean? 
I'm, I'm, not I'm mad you. loud. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying like no, it's like you. it's almost like we as an audience, like as a as a black audience, can't focus on more than one <laughs> shoot you know what i mean it's almost yeah. like we can't support more than one black superhero at a time or something shoot i bet we will it's like though, where's spawn make the movie. like no i'm with you i'm with you on that. We're, they're too busy trying to bring blade back uh, but i think one that's, at a time i think that's less like i think we would go see the movie if it was a movie you know what i'm saying we would buy the tickets i think they just have some weird marketing like oh it's not the right time oh the numbers on the cartoon weren't high enough you know what i mean like i think they're doing weird behind the scenes stuff like they have their own excuses as to why it's not right to make a static shock ip you know what i mean like oh this whatever whatever executives would say like oh do people read static shock do people like is he a poppy you know what i mean like he's not superman or he's not batman like i feel like that's more i know but like when black bolt gets a part in a in a doctor strange movie (laughs) and you go who who is that yeah and i forgot i'm like oh he had a tv show it got canceled yeah (laughs) because nobody watched it yeah so they put him in this movie and it's like yeah we should have a static shock movie or something by now we definitely another show anything but honestly I don't know. I was hoping we would get a re- an animation resurgence that we would get some more of these properties, but Netflix seems we'll like see. it seemed like it was kind of doing something in that front, but who knows? Because I feel like in COVID, it's easier to make animation than it is to do live oh, action. Oh yeah, because you don't need nobody in person, really. Right. You just draw stuff and hand it in, put it together somewhere else. Um, but yeah, we can um, we can slide into the news. All right. You know, you, you hate Pokemon Arceus, but apparently it's a heavily purchased game. Of course, cause, just because <laughs> name, name alone. Pokemon. Um, I guarantee you that game's not going to be talked about in a year from now. <laughs> or ever again uh, but yeah we got some pokemon news they had a big old pokemon presence focused on it wasn't focused on uh violet and scarlet but it was that was like the main thing of it um so i won't go through all of the stuff because like they had some pokemon go news and stuff like that um pokemon unite and the, also the mobile game pokemon masters um i'm not gonna talk too much about that stuff but i do want to talk about go through the details they revealed about scarlet and violet um so the region is going to be called the paldea region um there's going to be similar to other games there's going to be paldean variants of existing existing pokemons um we got uh <laughs> it was funny because there are memes you know how they always go crazy with the memes wait, after wait, these wait, things. Wait, wait, wait. how do you say this what paldea paldean go ahead continue i'm sorry i will look for this word that you were saying <laughs> What, what, not Paldea? Is it a different word? Or yeah, what is that, is that word? word? Is That's that the, the place? Yeah, it's just the name of the region. Okay, I see it's it now. It's made up word, yeah. Paldea. Paldea. Okay. Paldea, Paldea. That's how I would say it. Um, but yeah, there's going to be new variants, and they, they had, the internet was going crazy <laughs> That's about stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Paldea is stupid. That sounds like they wanted to put the word pal in pal. something like friend. Yeah, of course they did. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Of course they did. Um, 
It's like Pangea, but it's Paldea. Pal- yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's, right, pro- that's probably where they're actually going with it because they got this whole ancient <laughs> theme going on. Um, Palgea. Palgea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's this Whooper, right? Um, you know Whooper, the pre-evolution Yeah, my favorite. We got, we got Black Whooper now. <laughs> whoa, wait, wait, wait. No, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Whooper. Whooper is, is the pre pre evolution of of quag quagsire. Quagsire, yeah, my fault, not Wobbuffet. Oh, okay. I was like, I um, thought, I was like, wait, 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 are we talking about Wobbuffet? Or, both blue, bo- blue <laughs> blobs. Quagsire. My fault, both blue blobs. We got we got black Whooper. Yeah, so he's like a Whooper that covers himself in mud, and so now he's like brown Whooper. Oh, that's so that's the internet sick. was going crazy about it. Like, yo, Whooper's black now. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny um so we got paldean variants um the story specific legendaries it's the box art legendaries the ones that we're talking about i i was thinking one was going to be a motorcycle and one was going to be like a jet but it turns Mm -hmm. out one's just a futuristic motorcycle one's like a primitive motorcycle and the primitive motorcycle for some reason has wheels like it has two wheels like a motorcycle but they they're non-functioning wheels so he just runs on his (laughs) legs whereas the other one what do they call it what do they call vestigial? <laughs> what do they call it when it's on a on a living thing but it doesn't function? I think it's called vestigial. <laughs> so it's 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 actually like an air sack from the lore, but it just looks like a tire for Pokemon <laughs> reasons, and it just runs on its legs. But you still ride it like a motorcycle. But the other one, the futuristic one, the wheels are actually functional wheels. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know why. Every time I'm hyped for a, a a game, they're like, "Here's why you should not get the red version," and I'm like, "Well, thanks, thanks, Pokemon <laughs> Company." Um, last time, Sword and Shield. They, why even make this version? They knew I love swords, but of course, they make the stupid sh- Shield main Pokemon be the red version one. <laughs> so, so angry. They're annoying. They're so annoying with this. The Zelda sword is blue, though, bro. What you mean? Uh, yeah it is but like the master sword is blue not that version from link to the past that you have to heat up and like <laughs> yeah they have it they have a red version <laughs> with a red I'm sorry, blade. They, have a, they have a black charmander too it's fine they do they do the shiny john um but or, or charizard i'm sorry yeah um but from everything we can tell these legendaries are gonna get them at the very start of the game i don't know if you'll be able to battle with battle with them from the start but they'll be like you know how every game has like your transportation um sometimes yeah. it's you call your pokemon to fly and stuff now you're just gonna ride they're gonna turn from motorcycles into flying motorcycles when you jump off a cliff <laughs> um so they're just make like those your... wheels even more useless yeah gotcha. exactly they're just your all-around mode of transportation <laughs> um and I'm going to figure out how to get the cooler motorcycle one inside of my red version. Um, I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to Reddit. Reddit's going to have to help me out on that one. Um, oh, and they also transform into jet skis. And again, the one, the red version what one swims with game? its legs instead of using the wheels. Pokemon. Um One of the league Pokemon I think I told you is actually an engine, like a, like a car engine. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's one of the things uh, but so, you got a pokemon that just starts out as an alternator and then yeah. it evolves into an engine and then it evolves into a, a v8 full car yeah yeah <laughs> a full car. that's probably what's actually gonna happen it's gonna evolve into a lambo 
weird um and so there's going to be three main story paths in the game um similar to other games there's going to be like your gym and your elite four storyline there's going to be like your here's the evil people trying to like take over the world storyline and there's going to be a third storyline where you're trying to collect like some you're going on like a treasure hunt basically um mm-hmm. so there's three storylines uh the game is open world so you'll be able to tackle the story and the gems and everything in any order you want um which is pretty cool um they showed off the map which looks pretty big um, there's this mysterious swirly cloud thing in the middle, which I'm sure is going to play a big part in the end. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got on here. Um, as I said before, there's this whole future past thing going on. So like half of the game has to do with like primitive times. Half of the game has to do with futuristic times. Don't know okay. how exactly that's going to play in yet, but that's a big theme going on. With Celebi. Um, yeah, time travel. Celebi. Who knows? <laughs> Um, and then the new gimmick was also revealed. So, like in previous games, there's always a gimmick like Mega Evolution, Dynamax, uh, I don't know, Z Moves or whatever um, from Sun and Moon. Like, there's always a gimmick. So, this gimmick is called the Terrastal Phenomenon. The what? The Terrastal Phenomenon. And <laughs> the the actual noun that you like when you do it in battle, it's called Terrastalizing. You That's ter- the name of this episode, by the way. Terrastalizing. Right there. Yeah, the the t- the, the terrastal terrastal episode. Yeah, yeah, or the, yeah, the terrastal phenomenon. That's the name of this episode. The terrastal phenomenon. Um, this is just an episode full of words that you have said that I'm like, huh? Yo, they just be <laughs> Are making my up ears words. Yeah. Today? They just make up words. That's all they do. Um, but long story short, Dynamax. basically, what it comes down to is it's similar to Dynamax, where it's like it's going to modify how the Pokemon works in one battle, but not permanently. And mm-hmm. so you press your Terrastalize button, and Ew. each Pokemon has a Terrastal type. So, like, let's say... I hate... Stop saying this word! Terrastal. <laughs> You're so comfortable with it now. Count my so Terrastals. <laughs> oh, everybody take a shot every time it says Terrastal. I'm just Ugh. trying to match how many times they said it in the trailer. <laughs> Somebody had to practice that shit. Yeah. Um, but basically, you hit your terrastal button, right? And let's say you're you have a mon with a terrastal type of grass, and so any mon can have any terrastal type. So there's like sixteen Agreed. types or whatever. Okay. And so any Pokemon can have a sub terrastal type. So let's say you have like a like a Pidgey, right? That's normally a flying type, and you get a grass type terrastal Pidgey. So anytime in the battle, you can press this terrastalize button, and the Pidgey's type is going to switch from flying to grass. And okay. so that means any grass moves it now has is going to benefit more from same way it would from flying moves before. So long story short, so do they not have code types anymore? No, they still have their regular code types, all that stuff. But when as okay. soon as you hit the terrestrial button, its type is going to switch to the terrestrial type for the rest of that battle. Okay. Um, so essentially, you can just think of it as a way like before types were fixed for the whole battle. Now you have like a new layer of strategy where it's like, oh, I need to cover for this weakness so i'm just gonna hit this terrestrial button and now i'm a mm-hmm. fire type and and now the water moves or now the grass moves not gonna hurt me as much because now i'm suddenly a fire type um stuff like that so because i guess i'm like i'm wondering if because stuff before would be like grass and water for example do they not do that anymore no that's still so like a base type like i think pidgey is actually flying and normal 
Right. So if you hit the terrestrial button though, and it's grass, it's gonna lose the flying in normal. It's gonna be straight grass for the rest of one okay. single battle. Okay. Gotcha. Just, just okay. for the rest of that battle. So it's so like it's almost of, like a third. It's almost like a third type that becomes dominant. Yeah, and only gotcha. one, only one mon per battle can use that. So you have to pick and choose which mon you want to switch types for that battle because it's gonna stay that yeah. way, and no other mon can switch types. I would like to see a mechanic please out. I do, yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting in actual battles because it's just like, hey, now you have now every Pokemon can have another type that the other person might not be thinking of or whatever. Um, but it's also gonna be. I already know it's gonna be super annoying because it's gonna be RNG based, and now you're gonna have to get not only the right Pokemon. With it's gonna have to have if you want to be competitive, it's gonna have to have the right nature. It's gonna have to have the right IVs. It's gonna have if it might need egg moves and now it's gonna have to have the right terrestrial type on top of it and all of this stuff <laughs> is all rng so that's gonna be annoying i already know unless they put in some easier way to ensure that you get what you want but um staying on the terrestrial topic there's gonna be these new terror raids um so i don't know if you remember from sword and shield they had the raid the dynamax raid battles mm -hmm. where like you could co-op with your friends or whatever just for these raids and you would fight like a giant Dynamax Pokemon for a chance That's to capture it. it, which is basically co-opted from like the raids in Pokemon Go. Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. So now you have the Terror raids, which are um, you're fighting these Terror Pokemon instead. And instead of being giant, they're, they they the way they visually change is they get like crystallized like gems. So it looks <laughs> like you have like a crystallized version of whatever Pokemon what? you're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can probably find an image if you want to see that, but. I'm just saying, like, why that? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't Keep know going. how they come up with these ideas. I really don't. I know, I know you don't make these decisions personally. <laughs> no idea. No idea whatsoever. They um, did not consult you. So you go into these raid battles now, and you basically fight with your friends to fight these crystallized Pokemons to catch them and get their terrestrials or whatever. Um, and more on that with the co-op. Now the entire game is co-op, so it's not just the raid battle. So now you can co-op in the entire world with your friends. I don't know what the limitations of that are going to be, like what type of battles you'll be able to do, if you'll be able to talk, if you'll be able to split up far, like in, everybody can be in like a different town, but in the same game. We don't know mm -hmm. how all that's going to work. We just know that there is now four player co-op in the open world, which is, it seems pretty cool because um, that's never been a thing. Um, one step closer to the Pokemon MMO that we all want, or that I want at least. But uh, yeah, that was pretty much all of the news for scarlet and violet um how do you feel i don't know that I, pokemon games have gotten so much more complicated and refuse to bring back contests um, yeah right <laughs> and like i said i will be boycotting them until they bring back contests so we have that's no, just how i feel about it unfortunately no news in this direct about contest and i'm so fine with that because there's no blue version this time so i really won't be participating <laughs> but to be fair even though it's called violet the legendary is actually blue so i don't know why they call it violet but i know they, somebody's so, color this is somebody this is some this is the eternal game between blue and purple that i've i've had to deal with my entire life yeah when blue gets called purple and purple gets called blue and they're neither are neither but it's so dumb that and they didn't call this game indigo like That's that would saying. be so like, nostalgic and, away. and you it's already had the, the it markets itself it's in the eight pack of crayons it's in the eight pack of crayons 
it was the first place Ash ever went with Pikachu. I'm done. Like it, it only makes stupid. sense to call it Indigo, but they went with some dummy at the company. Maybe that's said why they didn't stuff. call it Indigo because they didn't want people to get confused. Oh my god! And they I know hate. people are really stupid. I hate these companies. You know how I know people are stupid? I typed Black Whooper into Google, and all that came up, all that came up, yeah. were pictures of Black Whoppers, which <laughs> are not spelled like Whooper. Like the burger, or like. Yes. That's yes. Funny. <laughs> so that means there's a bunch of people out there spelling Whopper Whooper. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just gonna leave that there. Did you find the Whooper though at all? Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, no. 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 Do Pal Dan Whooper. Do Pal Dan Whooper. <laughs> that would make it come up. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the Pokemon news. Um. And then moving on from there, I just kind of put this here because I thought. Oh, you see it's it now. Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's got like his antenna are like little bones. Little bones, yeah. That's weird. Apparently, the the coating on his body is like poison, like a po- okay. a poisonous fluid. I don't know how poisonous. I mean, like, it goes along with like his whole amphibious vibe, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know Mom, what are the antenna. The antennas fan. on the old Whooper kind of remind me of like coral or something. Yeah, they're just like they're literally almost like old TV antennas Stems, with the yeah, crosses antennas. on them. Exactly. But yeah, he reminds me of a what is that? An axolotl. Yeah. That's the real world creature axolotl. he always reminded what, me of. What is that? Um. What an uh, anime? I feel like just had an axolotl in it. I don't know. Uh, was it? I feel I-taxi? like I have seen one recently. Odd Taxi? Yeah, did Odd Taxi have I don't think so. There was an anime I was watching. A talking axolotl? Uh, Maybe? I don't remember talking axolotl. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Distracted by axolotl. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'll find that. It's not Karora. What's Karora? Yeah, I can say that word just fine. Axolotl. Axolotl. Maybe I'll find that later. Um... But yeah, this next uh, story, it's kind of a, a new game announcement, but I just put it on here because I thought the idea was pretty interesting. So it's from the devs that made uh, uh, Dead by Daylight, which is obviously became a super popular isometric game. And I always find isometric games to be pretty interesting, even though they're Wait, is it? What? What's isometric about Dead by Daylight? It's a killer versus four survivors. Like one player plays as the killer, the others, other four players play as four. How's, how's that isometric? Because it's not four v four. It's it's non symmetric or asymmetric, not isometric. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Asymmetric. Asymmetric. Okay, okay. I thought I said uh, isometric. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> my fault. Yeah, when you say isometric, I'm think you know what I'm top thinking down, of, like yeah, a top grid. Down. And grid base. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait. I meant asymmetric. <laughs> Where are the grids? Asymmetric yeah, I games, you. I think, I got are you. interesting just because um they're super hit or miss, but when they hit, I feel like they they have like uh was that like game Evolve. With the, Evolve had a I wish so Evolve much was potential. better than it was. If Evolve came out today, and I was telling my friend about this recently, because it apparently Evolve had like a PC research, a small PC resurgence recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Evolve came out today and was completely free to play 
and instead of doing all that DLC nonsense they did with every like buying individual pieces of they're basically doing microtransactions before it was cool to do microtransactions but if they released today as a free to play game and put all of that stuff they were trying to sell before in a battle pass that game would be one of the most popular games today I guarantee it um, <laughs> I guarantee it because it they were trying to use a model that wasn't fleshed out yet and that wasn't accepted yet and so they just got slammed for having terrible monetization. And it was like, oh, it's a $60 game. Why are you nickel and diamond us? But now every game does that, right? So it's like, Very if it released today, it would have been cool. But it just came out at the wrong <laughs> time. Um, so Dead by Daylight, another game that is uh, asymmetric and is now really popular. They're making this new game called Meet Your Maker. And it's essentially got like kind of like a almost like a Dungeons and Dragons thing to it where you have like a game master, like a person, one player creates like a level and sets up traps and basically creates their own dungeon. And then mm -hmm. four players have to attack this dungeon and co-op. And um, I don't know exactly how everything works, but uh, I'm guessing like- Now, now the tie-in at the bottom makes sense when you the, get there. At the bottom, what's at the bottom? At the bottom of the article. Um. It mentions a Resident Evil collaboration. Oh, okay, got you. Um, what is the Resident Evil collab? Oh, it just says that um, as a part of Behavior Beyond Stream, the studio also announced a new Resident Evil collaboration that will add Ada Wong, Rebecca Chambers, and oh, Albert to Wester to the game. And yeah. I'm like, there's a game, uh, what was it? Oh, no, it to Dead out... by Daylight, right? Because I, yeah. I did read Albert Wesker was coming to Dead by Daylight. Well, I was like, killer. there is a game, like a sub game that yeah. came out. I forget which with which Resident Evil, mm -hmm. where one player was like a trap master. Yeah, and had to like view the other players that was, through um, security cameras. That was the three remake Resident Evil. That was the multiplayer mode that was part of the yeah. RE three remake. And I'm like, that kind of sounds like this. Yeah, exactly. Same, sort of same kind of concept, except they're building like an entire level, like from scratch, like down to yeah. the floors. The tra they're putting the traps out uh, beforehand and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, which I find that is pretty, even though I'm not the type that likes to build levels, I definitely yeah, I like playing in player build levels. Um, okay. I still gotta get I'm like, Mario I hated, like, like, the concept of Mario Maker is cool. It's yeah. just totally not for me. From which end though? Not even the playing side. Both, really. <laughs> Both. Why yeah. not the playing side though? Because it's not fun to play something that someone like made <laughs> to be garbage. Sometimes. No, but like you can... some people might make earnest attempts. I'm yeah. not gonna take that away. That's interesting, but yeah, that's yeah. usually not the case. Is what yeah. I'm saying. But you can so Mario Maker specifically, they have Nintendo curated levels, right? So they have mm -hmm. like. Here's a bunch of levels that our community made that we deem as worthy of actually being like almost <laughs> as if we made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's kind of how I approach it more than obviously people make the levels that are hard just to be hard or the levels that are like frustrating or the Kaiser Mario type stuff. Yeah. Um, and I never I, I have to say I never played Mario for sport. I played yeah, 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 Mario same. for progress. Yeah, same. <laughs> As little story as there was there, I played for that. I didn't play for, uh, like, to be good at jumping. So no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, probably also why I didn't like it. But no, to me, I think it's just the idea of, like, I like the idea of having endless levels that are on par with the levels that the game developer themselves made. So, like, gotcha. same with Halo. Like, the whole thing with Halo, one of the reasons Halo is so big is because of Forge Mode. And, like, 
the developers are going to stop making maps at some point, right? But the community is never going to stop making maps. So there's gonna always gonna be endless new maps in Halo. He will never stop. They will never stop doing it and for free, which is crazy. Um, but there'll always be new maps coming out for Halo that are the same quality, if not better, than the ones that the devs themselves made. So that's kind of what it is for me. It's like, okay, this is endless free DLC almost. Like that's kind of what it feels like. Um, and similar with this game, like I would never probably actually make a map, but I could see myself playing. You know, just having endless dungeons to go in and it's similar to like even a roguelike right like mm -hmm. one that's like procedurally generated or whatever it's just like a way of giving you endless new levels to try out like you just mm -hmm. never you never have to go back and like you never have that issue of like old games where you go back and you you're only if you want to play the game more you just have to restart it and play the old levels over and over and over and over again um, whereas I find it cool when games are like, no, here's just brand new content. Here's more new content. More Whenever you want to come back, there's always going to be new content. And I just really love that. Um, so I think this could have potential. I think the aesthetic is a little eh. Like I'm no. not a super fan of this brown and, and bronze red type of color all over the place. You apply that this concept to a Mario Kart, mm -hmm. I'm in. Yeah, you you see exactly. Then that, I'm in. Exactly. That's different. Exactly. Um But no, I I agree with you completely. Or like a that idea of like a Zelda maker that never came to be. I feel like what? that had so much potential. Um no, if you think about it, if you give the community to the tools to make like That's just dreams. Now we're just talking no, about no, no, dreams. No, like link to the past, <laughs> Zelda. Like sprite based Zelda. Like not like not like uh, Breath of the Wild. Levels. So just endless maps of you shifting to the left or the right or up or down. Endless dungeons. <laughs> no, like endless changing. dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like, by time, when I was a little kid, when I beat Link to the Past, I was like, wow, I wish there was another game like this. But I just no, have to I, replay I the game I feel again. your excitement because I remember you talking about, I forget the name of the game, but I remember you telling me about a game that you played where it's like, almost like a platformer but you're racing through the level with other people and uh, i think you could like see them as like shadows or something like that this was a while ago was it mario Can't 99 remember. it could the battle royale been. the mario game could it could have been yeah. yeah it probably was and i'm like so it it speaks to i think that type of stuff yeah yeah um for sure but yeah i just like I think when it comes down to it, I really just like endless new content. Like, even if I'm not playing it at like a competitive level or anything like that, or even if I'm not competing, I just want to know, like, yo, I bought this game for $60, but if I come back, if I beat the game today and come back in 20 years, there's going to be hundreds of new hours of levels to play. <laughs> like, that just sounds cool. Like, anytime I want to play it, there's just always something new. I feel like Returnal no, probably has some of that. When you come back, there's just going to be an email saying, download all your shit because we're getting rid of the e-store. Never. <laughs> That's never happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to happen. <laughs> That's what's happening since it's 3DS happened. and the Wii U. It's happening. It's never happening. Are they March doing... March 2023. No, they're just closing the March store. You can still claim... You can still download all the games that you March already purchased. You just can't purchase new games. No, they said download all your updates. On what, 3DS? Out. Yeah. They didn't say that. I'll find the article. All right. It was like, get get it in. And I'm like, no, I got to find my charge cable. Because there's no way. <laughs> if you delete a game, there's no way you're not going to be able to redownload. It's gone. Like, what? You can still redownload PSP games. 
This is why I don't believe in digital purchases. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That's just like saying GameStop was about to go out of business, so make sure you go buy all of the physical games they have. Like, what? No. <laughs> like, no, that, that doesn't make can... any sense because I can get physical games at other places. Yeah. How can I download the digital games with the eShops? No, on. you can download the ones you already own. You just can't buy How? new ones. When I can't access the eShop? Because they, they don't come from the eShop. You have to go on the eShop to re-download. It's like a different set of servers, probably. Like, but yeah, what? we'll talk about that another time. I'll find that article again. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can so assure you, there's I no digital games I've ever purchased that I don't currently have access to. I don't think. Yeah, not that I can think of. Yeah, they wiped, they it wiped your happened. memory when they took your access. <laughs> Pew. They beamed it through my TV. It's like Mr. Krabs with that that quarter on the stream. <laughs> That's part of the user uh, ser uh, terms of service that nobody ever reads when you first yeah, start up the digital game. And we get permission to take your access and wipe your brain. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it okay, happens. Okay, click. As soon as you click accept, we have a direct beam to your to your memories. Yeah, South Park makes me think about that constantly. Every time I click and I just don't read all that shit, and I'm they like, could, click. They could absolutely finesse me like that if they want. Because I'm is, never reading. What's the alternative? I'm what's never the alternative? Those. The yeah. alternative is you don't get access, and that's not what you want. And why else would they put so many words in there? If if it wasn't to hide nefarious things, <laughs> like <laughs> at the very bottom <laughs> where they know nobody's gonna read. Oh man. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm keep an eye on this on that game. See what see what happens with it. Um, and then next up, this was kind of interesting as a HBO Max member. Um, HBO Max and Discovery Plus are merging at the start of 2023. Yeah, I found this very interesting. I've been reading about this a lot. <laughs> I have no idea what this is gonna mean for my cable or for my internet service that comes with HBO Max for free. <laughs> I, I must. No say, it seems. It seems so. through even though the word discovery alphabetically is yeah. If correct me if I'm wrong. Discovery alphabetically comes before HBO. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it seems <laughs> that HBO is taking the dominance in the name of the merger. <laughs> Oh no! I thought so, HBO was going on to the Discovery Plus app, and the HBO Max app was going away forever. Oh no! I thought Discovery Plus was being combined into HBO Max. No, I think it's the reverse. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think Discovery is like the parent company or something. I completely something like read that. that wrong. Then so yeah, yeah. The, the HBO Max app is going away, and the Discovery you'll have to access HBO's catalog through the Discovery Plus and the Discovery app now. Um, which I don't really know what that means for price. I don't know what that means for like I said, my free, my not. It's probably not free, but it's bundled with my internet. I don't know if that's gonna be Discovery Plus now. I have no idea. Twenty twenty three is gonna be a wild time. It's gonna be a wild. Well, it started the year. A lot of confusion. Um, but I feel like they're going to use this as a way to try and increase the price, which is going to be annoying. And they're doing yeah. the ad-supported version type of thing, too. Well, see, Same now here's the name. The name is Warner Media Discovery. Okay, yeah. Which makes me think they already own both of these things and now they're just combining them. I think so, yeah. I think that's exactly. Which I don't... Which is the, the weirdest 
you know what i think you know why i think they're doing it i think probably because discovery plus numbers are garbage and nobody cares about those shows so they're like hey everybody loves hbo so how do we force them to also see the how do we force the discovery plus catalog in front of their eyes oh because it's like it's it's a bunch of garbage ghost hunting shows and then like the weirdest like reality tv has been mushed into the discovery channel for some reason yeah i'm like i remember when discovery channel was about like science and animals yeah (laughs) and nature and now it's like it's just a bunch of garbage which like i'm with you it makes way more sense to put discovery under the more popular brand of hbo but yeah i don't i don't understand because i thought i saw it called hbo max discovery as like a full title yeah, I That'd thought I be... saw that somewhere, unless I'm just imagining it from having read articles. And, like, yeah, maybe you just remove the and in between HBO Max yeah, and Yeah, maybe Discovery. I did. <laughs> but I'm I like, um, yeah, I don't know. I have to, do, I have to uncover that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't, it's, it's interesting. I'm just hoping I can keep the tier I have and, or whatever for the same price, because I really don't be using HBO like that. Um, except for Game of yeah. Thrones, but and... you know you you know who you can trick into paying for it. So don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because um, we have we our my TV addiction comes from somewhere. Yeah. Um. Exactly. exactly. So we can blame that person. Yup. Um, but no, I will say. Um. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do, wait. God damn it! It's gonna keep the thought keeps coming back and then leaving again. Oh God. <laughs> It's like an annoying ass one of those kitchen doors that goes both ways. Yeah, keeps leaving and coming back. It's gonna leave again. It's gone. It's <laughs> All right, na- it might come back again later. It's like when a gnat flies into your ear and then you like you you swing around to look for it to kill it, but you can't find it anywhere because it's a gnat. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's invisible unless it flies into your ear. <laughs> oh, there was a terrible um or not terrible but just like a joke about this in the covid and like post-covid episodes of south park Mm -hmm. where like i think it was specifically the post-covid episodes where that took place in the future Mm -hmm. and it was like like i'm pretty sure they had tv services like this where it's like all the major streaming services have merged Mm -hmm. into conglomerate streaming services yeah so like this, That's like saying HBO Max Discovery, like is not that far fetched yeah, from nah. like what they were saying. No, no. What cr- so Crunchyroll Funimation just merged? HBO yeah. Max Discovery just merged. Disney, but I mean like Disney Plus, you, ESPN, and Hulu are all a package. That basically, you can buy. Funimation went away. Yeah. If you want to, like, Funimation got absorbed yeah, yeah. by Crunchyroll, essentially. Well, quote-unquote absorbed, because it still yeah. has way more dubs than Crunchyroll, but... Well, <laughs> well, they still have to... It's supposed to be absorbed, yeah. That's they still have to point. put the name, like... of, And they can't delete all the, like, you know, the hard, like, coded where it's, like, Funimation yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of the episode, like... Which is fine, that like, shit. that's fine, so, you know? Because Funimation still... I think it's fine for it to still be a brand, right? Like they're owned by the same yeah. company. What's it matter if you're on Crunchyroll and you see Funimation? But it's like it's like, not like you're. It's not like they called it Crunchyroll Funimation. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Exactly. Like it just it's just Crunchyroll got a little bit larger. Now it's now they call it, well they call it the Twitter page now it's Crunchyroll Dubs. 
the funny the Funimation Twitter page become Crunchyroll dubs. So I think that's probably the, the <laughs> this term is all you're good use. for Funimation. Yeah, exactly. That's terrible. That's probably the term. But what else they had that just merged? Um, oh yeah, the the Disney Plus package, Apple TV, and Paramount Plus are pretty much one service. Um, so yeah, I think we're really starting to see that. Like, and we're probably gonna. Well, see yeah, it more. because honestly, like, it makes sense, right? Like, so there's a streaming service, mm-hmm. quote unquote, like cough cough netflix cough cough hulu there's some streaming services that have all the shows from other places yeah and then you get shit like the office where they can get snatched away nbc goes oh shit this whole streaming service is being supported by our show yeah let's take it back and our other shows back and start our own streaming service the peacock and get our money yeah and then it's like so then everybody much like a, poli- a political race yep the everybody gets divided up yep you have too many parties that are basically democratic the yep. republicans win because they all know how to the one Combine thing they are together. good at is grouping together yep mm-hmm. <laughs> yep and yep. so it's like basically they they don't make enough money from it there's not like nobody's interested in the shows because they're not producing any good shows because they don't have enough money on their own mm-hmm. yep. so then they start <laughs> smushing back together into a conglomerate again i was gonna say could you think especially with all this talk of how much subscribers and money netflix is always losing do you think they could <laughs> be acquired at some point the same way hulu was by disney not, not netflix by disney but netflix by somebody like possibly or Amazon i think or netflix would be said acquirer maybe because they, they have the enough clout i think they have enough clout mm. That they could be, they could go to another service, like, they could go, maybe not like a 2B, but... It would have to be a smaller uh, service. Yeah, something that's, like, Roku. something that people watch, <laughs> and then, like, say, hey, we'll take this over. They could get Roku or something. Yeah, or maybe they make their own box, who knows? Yeah, but I'm just like, Netflix I see Netflix box. as being the, the, the dominant party. Yeah. Possibly. I could see that. Um... But yeah, I, I do think we're gonna just end up like everybody's saying I could internet see. cable. It's just gonna be cable again, but internet based. I, I know this isn't how the companies are owned, but like honestly, I could see I could have seen Netflix and HBO merging before mm. this. Yeah. Before I would have guessed that this would have happened. Well, I could see or, you said it's Warner Discovery, right? It says Warner Media Discovery. Yeah, we're just talking about how Warner and obviously have they own Game of Thrones and all that because they own HBO. How they're such a big power like superpower i could see them actually buying netflix if anything because i'm yeah. pretty sure they probably have more money but see they would probably do the thing of keeping it netflix the name yeah they would keep the name they wouldn't call it like much, warner flicks or anything weird like much that. like disney is doing yeah i agree yeah. and just bundle it together with like hbo and they'd be like now here's the hbo netflix and discovery bundle or something something yeah because like even in cape even in regular cable television you can tell which channels are owned by which companies they Based all run on the, the same commercials and yeah in the commercials yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're in the same cable packages yeah stuff like that like so. it, it just now started making sense to me because of multiverses why hbo has all of the cartoon network shows and now <laughs> now i know like oh they're owned by the same company i, I never yeah. realized it before um which is interesting because isn't Crunchyroll on HBO? Ghibli was owned by Disney, but what? 
who do you like studio chip like yeah or at least the like the american distributing rights it's probably i thought we're owned by disney but maybe i'm wrong are those anime on disney plus no they're on they're on uh, netflix still no they're on hbo max oh they're on HBO. it's like one of the hubs i think okay it's a there's a ghibli hub i think i wonder if that has anything to do with what crunchyroll being on hbo max too because I think, I think there's some type of connection between Sony and, and Warner. I feel like Crunchyroll is on there because Crunchyroll, like, Adult Swim has now taken to, like, simulcasting stuff. Anime? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know so Toonami does, that's too, right? What... Yes. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, I think Cartoon Network, because they sign, like, Adult Swim is a sub-network of Cartoon Network, and then it's like, there's, yeah, I think they're they're partnered in that way. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Uh, But yeah, it's it's interesting. All these, it's always, I feel like, though, it always ends up being, like, these sub-companies, like, the companies we actually know the names of, they always end up being, like, most of them always end up being owned by, like, the same three big companies, like. When, when yeah, it really like everything's fucking it. owned by like Viacom, yep, or Comcast, or, or AT and T, um, Time Warner, Time Warner. Yeah, I think AT and T is Time Warner. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the phone companies, everything, all the internet companies, all the cable, like it's all, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You could. It, it kind of makes me wonder. Viacom. Like, who really controls the world? Is it the the big companies that literally program? <laughs> No, but is it like the big companies that literally program our minds with TV and music and movies and and media, or is it like the government or somebody else, or is it like, or is it Amazon that controls all our ads? You know what I'm saying? Which one of the three is it? I was gonna say it's the weather. (laughs) Is it? Because the weather has the ability to take all this shit out. (laughs) Shoot, you say that, but I don't know. Billionaires might have a solution for that. Well, I'm just like one bad earthquake might take out some some servers or tsunami. I was gonna say Amazon or Apple or one of them might have a floating headquarters somewhere. (laughs) We know. (laughs) I'm serious. I know know his arc of servers is just hovering in the sky. Oh God! Oh Jesus! (laughs) We don't know. Like the fucking uh, tower in the Justice League. It's yeah. just hovering above Earth in a satellite. It's an unknown, like, entity. We just look up. We think God's living Outside there. Outside of the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it cannot be affected by weather because there is no weather it's in space. It's safe, yeah. It's in a controlled vacuum. And then here comes the solar flare. We're all... Yeah. Well, yeah, that ain't, ain't nothing stopping that. It's back yeah. to cave. That's doctor, back to Dr. Stone, baby. <laughs> 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 oh man Ty, it, it, just like that ty becomes a normal person again. yeah oh no just like that i'm fighting for my life surviving <laughs> i wouldn't i would not anywhere can't, near. can't vacuum up bugs yeah. look i'm included in this so i'm technically making fun of both of us i'm gonna just die probably if we go back to dr stone time. oh yeah i can't camp I'm i dead. can't punch a lion in the face and i can't make make uh survival fluids from i'll do my best to like stay out of the way yeah and not like get somebody else killed yeah exactly i'm probably not gonna last very long not at all real talk struggling (laughs) but yeah uh for the last two pieces of news Um, I'm gonna just be like, bro, eat your leaves, and yeah. you'll just be dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll be like, you're just gonna see me shriveled up, yeah, under a tree. 
Like he won't eat his leaves. <laughs> He's been unresponsive <laughs> since day two. <laughs> the leaves are like all brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That would be horrible. My worst nightmare. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Crunchyroll and anime, we got two new anime trailers: Chainsaw Man and Tower of God. Um, the Chainsaw Man one, I just want to say, looks clean. I can only hope that the animation quality is as good. Like, I can only hope they don't just have a separate team making the trailers than from who's gonna make the show. <laughs> That's my I biggest mean, go fear. Back and watch, go back and watch Jujutsu Kaisen trailers to see if they're that much different from the show. Yeah, because I really don't remember. I do think because I feel like they put more quality into the OPs than the episodes. I, I feel that too, yeah. I overall, feel like that's every show though. Not necessarily not the trailers. Yeah. But I do I do have a very high uh guess and suspicion that season two of Juju is not gonna be animated nearly as well as season one. I I I just I just have a feeling. Here goes Tiz's Tiz's overarching theory that animation studios can't handle the loads that they take. No, on. no, it's not that. It's the fact Mappa that Mappa in particular. No, it's not even that. To, for that reason, it's just because I think companies hook us with the first season and they're like, let's throw all the budget at this first season, and then the second season is like, <laughs> have you seen already the manga, hooked. bro? Have you seen manga panels from Juju Kaisen? No, are they drawn well? No. Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> no. they're very and I, I won't say that this isn't like it it, it could be it's like, like a one on punch Titan. it could be like a one punch man type situation, okay. right? Where it's part of the vibe. Yeah, yeah. But it's very scribbly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very scratchy and like the the show cleans it up so much. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, like when you're talking about quality, like it's already a massive improvement. Mm just in the in the animation itself from the from the source material and that's not me being harsh like there's nothing wrong with it it's just like if you were to judge it if you were to compare the two like you'd be like oh hell no i'd rather just watch the show oh yeah most likely but it's like that's the i feel like that's the eye catcher though you know what i mean they're like let's let's hook people with this first season and then they're they're not gonna leave after the second season like so let's just let's go ahead and cut the budget a little bit it'll be all right (laughs) Throw, throw a little more 3D CG in there. It'll be all right. It probably yeah. also depends on the plot, too. Yeah. Because if we have... Because if we have a tournament mm. at any point in the season... Because I feel like My Hero... This happens in My Hero, too, where you can see where Which the money episodes? goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's usually, like, My Hero puts the money into the action episodes. Absolutely. And then, like, the in-between stuff, like, you can tell, like, is a way less frames and stuff like that so yeah. um maybe it'll be a situation more like that i think i think it's probably more likely to be like that my fear is is one punch man season one and two that's my biggest fear but i don't think oh, it'll be that bad that's like writing quality yeah well animation to too me. pacing i didn't have a problem with the animation oh. i had a problem with the pacing and Yo, the story you gotta go back and compare go back and compare I, this the season I one really, animation versus the season you know, two. i get what you're saying <laughs> because i'm like people but i'm like people would talk about how like how dragon ball super looked like trash in places and, yeah. and i'm like okay if you stop and stare at these frames sure but yeah. like that's on screen for like three seconds like, oh no I'm not, that's i'm not talking about the i'm talking about the fight scenes in in season two of one punch man like I, the scenes that were supposed honestly, to be i'm not trying to be contrarian i yeah. honestly don't remember them being that bad no, like yeah, i you remember gotta... that 
I remember the fighting, the 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 ones that did happen. Watch the Garrow fight. Like... Watch the Garrow <laughs> fight. Go back and watch that big important Garrow fight at the end. It was nowhere near the the fight with Saitama and Boro or whatever his name was. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's writing. No, I'm saying the the if you mute the show, like if you mute it and take <laughs> off the subtitles, if you just look at what's happening, it looks like they. It's like it's like they cut out frames you know what i'm saying like it's less fluid the the lines are less clean like it's it's just okay. i don't know like I, you never you never watched i did uh, take your way for it to watch it i was gonna say you never watched the later seasons of like season three and four of tokyo ghoul but it's the same kind of thing where it's like seasons <laughs> one and two the animation was fluid it was clean it was nice and then you go to seasons three and four and it's like oh my god like they like somebody it looks like a dude animated this in his spare like in when one free weekend he like rush animated this and like the the, the proportions on the character <laughs> I, I models mean, are off like, are we talking about like seven deadly sins levels here? yes yes absolutely okay because that's like, that's a example that i'm more yes, familiar with that's my fear but okay. i don't think that's gonna happen with juju i think mappa cares more about it than yeah that. But I do think Fushigoro's I mean, like, dogs even might be 3, 3D. <laughs> or like, even Mappa's, like, sloppy work is good work, is what I'm saying, I think. Uh, is what I'm trying to say. I, I'd argue against some of those. Because even, like, Doro, bro? Doro, is clean. You're not about to say Doro is bad no, animation. Bro, 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 bro. In bro, the fight scenes, bro. see now, now I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call it back on to you. No, that's see, and this is what I'm talking about. This is where I'm saying you gotta cut your your corners in the right, trim the fat yes. in the right places. No, I agree with right? that for sure. So that's what I'm speaking to. So because I'm like, there were straight up times when people's hands and feet were mittened. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I'm <laughs> okay it's with. Like, it's, I was like, is that a flesh mitten? What yeah. what is that? Is no, that his hand? I'm with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> like. And I was like, okay, this is where Mappa was like, like cutting its teeth. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, this is where they were still not quite at amazing level, yeah. but like getting the attention. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I think you just got to trim the fat in the right places. And it, no, it I agree. honestly, in my opinion, depends on the the content. Because if they're not yeah. as excited about the plot that's going to happen, they're probably not going to be as excited to animate it. That's probably true. But I feel like through great animation, you can make even an uninteresting plot at least more interesting, right? Like, that's if Tacto P had trash animation, I was not watching the show. You know what I mean? That's true, but you have to also care about what you're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, I'm as not saying artist, they don't, yeah, but like, yeah, sure. it's a, still a job for some of these people. For sure, for sure. No, I completely get that. So, um, and I know there's all types of stuff behind the scenes where it's like some of the best animated episodes are third party, like contracted animators. I know they switch up animators and stuff yeah. every single episode, so um, it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. But I'm just hoping that they don't pull a fast one on us. That's all I'm hoping. I don't want Fushigoro's dogs to suddenly be in 3D. I don't want all the curses to suddenly be in 3D. Like, oh, you'll want it to be in 3D if it's the 3D they use in Black Summoner. Is that really? Is it really yet. good 3D? No, I haven't. I gotta. I, if I can get that clip, I'll send it to you. Is but... it better 3D than um, Dorohiro in them? Yes. Okay. That's why I'm saying. That's like, like my bar I cannot for 3D express right now. to you. It is beyond. 
like there is no other 3D in anime that I can point to and say it's as good as this. Because to me, now I'm pointing to that and going, I want everything to look like that. That's a big, yeah, that's a big. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I don't, however I can get this clip to you, I will get this clip to you. But it's, it's unlike anything i've ever seen and i'm like why has no one this show is not special why has no one ever attempted this before have you ever seen um clone wars yeah i think clone wars does really really fluid uh 3d like i think it depends if you like the style or not but just fluidity and like how natural it looks that is a different and that's what i think we're used to as americans right yeah that like western that cg yeah. it's somewhere it's somewhere in between a two like a 2d cell shaded okay cg but it doesn't have that rickety like yeah <laughs> i'm being puppeted by like <laughs> animatronics strings. or something yeah, yeah like I, it, like I have a rickety like metal frame under this that can't ever move like a fluid creature yeah it doesn't it doesn't have that feeling to it okay so that's, that's really why i'm like I, I gotta find the clip that's yeah. the only the, i literally can't <laughs> that's a big say that's a big say it's um, more of something you would see in a video game yeah I think than in a t- actual anime. Okay, I have to say it's definitely on my list though, so I'm gonna watch it at some point, like the whole thing. Yeah, but, if I um, but I'm like I think that's somewhere in like episode two maybe, so mm-hmm. I can probably just Google the fight and find it. Yeah, um, we kind of went on a tangent there, but I just only main thing yeah, I wanted to say bad. about the no, you're good. The main thing that we started talking about Mappa and stuff because of Chainsaw Man, but the main <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like yeah, if Mappa could do that, we're we're set. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Um, but I do think they'll do this justice. I do notice a lot more 3D in the trailer, so I think this will be a little more definitely 3D heavy than Juju. But um, the main thing I I noted from this trailer was the cool transformation animation that he does when he turns into Chainsaw Man. I think that's. I hope they keep that like. And he does that animation when he actually transforms because it was really good. <laughs> um, At least the first time. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, do you have anything on Chainsaw Man trailer before it got, I go to the Tower of God? No, you're good. Okay, cool. Um, Tower of God trailer also came out, and it to me, it from what I saw, it looks like more Tower of God. I have no idea where the story's going from what was in the trailer. Um, they just showed me a bunch of flashes of Rachel being Rachel. Um, our main character was bleeding out, <laughs> so <laughs> probably her fault that that happened, but I'm not sure. Um, and some interesting new looking, like mysterious looking characters. Like there was a dude who had like an angel tat- tatted on his back, but it only showed his back. So he's probably some villain or something. And then there was another samurai looking dude with like flowing hair, but his back was just to the camera and he looks like he'll probably be important. But, um, yeah, it seems like the t- the climb to the top of this tower is going to be a long, endless journey, and I don't know <laughs> that we're going to get there this season either. But I'm yeah, I'm excited to watch. Very curious about the sinister aspects of who might be trying to take down the tower and why. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of powerful entities surrounding it. I think what's his face? I forget his name at this point, but Blue Hair is going to be my guy that I'm rooting for. <laughs> now until I'm proven otherwise. Uh, is it? Is Coon? it? Is it? I think it's Coon. Coon. There yeah. you go. 
Kuhn is my guy. I'm rooting for him. It's a name that sounds like you're saying a slur. It does, yeah, unfortunately. But not the slur, guys. I think it's K-H-U-N. Yeah, it is. Um, but him and his myth, myth, mythical briefcase of endless wonder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have on the Tower of God trailer. Nice. All right, let's get into some anime. I have some stuff I want to talk about. Yeah, it's probably going to be mostly you this time. But I apologize. Welcome. Welcome. I'm going to just go ahead and send you this clip. Mm-hmm. And let you uh, indulge on that in the Discord yeah, very quickly. Take a, take a peek. Take a gander. And then uh, I'll briefly start talking a little bit about uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Because I feel like a show with such an interesting title deserves a little inspection. Definitely. Uh, but... So just very briefly, uh, we talked about this show a little bit before, but I hadn't really like watched it because there's a lot of like chaotic things that happen. But the main character is very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No nonsense in the sense that like he does not give space for fantasy. Mm -hmm. And then when he does give space for fantasy, he like is still only he has like tunnel vision for his goal so he Mm -hmm. doesn't give a lot of space for like um extra shit (laughs) i guess um so there's not a lot of indulgence in the weirdness that's going on because it's like let's focus on this and move on so Mm -hmm. anyway um your the show just literally starts with the main character like in his bed and this lizard is it like very seriously imperatively telling him that he must like take on this role as a knight to like help save the earth because it's in danger from this gigantic threat mm-hmm. and then he kind of is just like okay whatever you're a talking lizard i can't deal with you and i think i talked about that before where he just kept like throwing the lizard out the window because he's like i refuse to like accept that there's a lizard talking to me <laughs> at all much less that the earth is in danger yeah. or whatever <laughs> um and then uh once he kind of gets into his first interaction in this new life that he is uh, now awakened to mm-hmm. uh he quickly believes everything that's going on and he's quickly introduced to um the other i'll say main character uh her name is his name's yuhi i think and her name is uh sami dari but they just call her sami okay and so she is quickly told by the lizard that she can also see much uh i should mention he can see the lizard she can see the lizard but like normal people can't see Mm -hmm. the lizard and the lizard can't detach himself too far from the main character for some reason don't a hundred percent know why yet yeah um but so she is told by the lizard that she is a princess and uh that yuhi is like basically her knight mm-hmm. and they're training to save the earth now this is where you must bear with me because things get weird and stupid but yeah. we must also remember that this is an anime yeah yeah, so yeah of course that's what we're here for um so lucifer and the biscuit hammer uh 
So, as I said, knight to this princess. So, the, the princess Samidare is very much aware of the biscuit hammer. Mm-hmm. Which is the impending doomsday device that is a- an actual, like, hammer. gavel-style hammer yeah. that is just floating out in space over the earth. It what is, is ginormous. What does biscuit mean, though, in this con- Is that a, is a biscuit hammer, like, a real-life concept? I am, I am literally going to explain every word in oh, this okay. title for you. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's why I read it like that, because yeah. I'm like, I'm going to explain this. I was curious where Lucifer came into play as well. Oh, I, uh, I got you. <laughs> All right, I got cool. you. All right? Yeah. Because this anime is like, oh, we'll explain everything. Cool, cool. But no, so the biscuit hammer reference is to this hammer now i don't know what kind of time system i don't know what if this is based off like malevolent energy Mm -hmm. i don't know what is gonna bring the hammer down on the earth Mm -hmm. but uh our main characters are like fighting against that now the biscuit hammer reference is that the hammer once it falls will crack the earth much like a biscuit uh, like a like a biscuit in terms of like European biscuits, not our not our soft our bakery biscuits, southern yeah. biscuits. I got it. Yeah, like a hard cracker biscuit. Yeah. So like yeah, they show like the hammer hitting the earth and then basically like lava and shit exploding out and like the earth basically oh like exploding. So right? the end times. Cataclysm. So Sami Dare, our princess who just found out she's a princess but somehow already had like crazy powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and crazy strength and fighting ability, I guess, kind of. <laughs> she wants to fight the hammer because she doesn't want the hammer to destroy the earth because she wants to destroy the earth because if somebody else destroys the earth, it'll be like the earth was never hers to begin with. Oh, my God. Okay. That's yeah. the, here, this is where we get to anime shit. Yeah. But, yeah, so she says that she proclaims this in front of uh our our main character yuhi and then she's like will you be my knight on this quest and then he's like absolutely and then that's where you get the reference to he says this small lucifer stood in front of me and Mm. said that she would destroy the earth jesus and something like that so that's where it's like he is calling her lucifer Mm -hmm. okay so it's basically like i don't know like they have weird powers he has this ring that he wears that creates like these like little weird like force fields which the lizard explains is like basically based off of his own physical stamina so he's like if you create a a platform to stand on he's like it's basically like you lifting yourself up okay in the air that's the equivalent amount of energy that, that you sense. use so like when he's first using it he shit at it because he's like a skinny like nerd yeah. who doesn't exercise. <laughs> But um, he gradually becomes more determined. Now, right now, outside of the hammer itself, the major conflict is uh, these, one, these creatures that keep showing up. The creatures are particularly scary and dangerous, Mm -hmm. I would say. And I would say that the action in this show is fairly decent um, because of that. Um, But that's one of the threats. The other thing that's currently happening is the main character is, has that... (laughs) That weird specific grandfather, like haunt 
interrupting him in his his thoughts yeah. thing that like kind of um that like uh yuji has yeah, like, yeah. like he has said something and, uh, to him before he died and now it just well no he did he's not dead oh, okay okay so keep that in mind okay uh he's not dead uh but he he's sick mm. um and he tells him never hold on let me read this properly uh The, the, how did I write that? Oh, Kid is determined to help a princess destroy the earth before a giant hammer does because his grandpa told him never to make any friends because friends become enemies and that's bad. <laughs> and the one time he it's did hilarious. make a friend, his grandpa locked him in the closet for three days. And oh my god. <laughs> no, that's mad anime. So, <laughs> it's funny. His that's our main character's like inner conflict and driving yeah. force is that like this girl is determined to be his friend and like protect him and yeah. then also be on this crusade with him but he has this because every time she makes a stride forward in like you know gaining his trust or friendship right mm-hmm. he has this like dark flash to these chains and this figure, oh this like overshadowing figure behind him that is like controlling the chains and being like, don't make any friends. Yeah. Or they will They'll stab you in the back. It's like friends just hate you later. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Jesus. Okay. It's dark. Um, so that's basically that show in a nutshell. That's, that's the funny. best way I can describe what's going on. Oh, and I, the, my last note was like, uh, if you are particularly affected by earworms like music wise you get music stuck in your head oh, I was about to uh, say, what this is show is catchy as hell like this it has catchy and super repetitive music, music. okay like you know I that like shit that. from naruto yeah it's got that kind of shit like hardcore all over yeah where you're just like i'm you're gonna know that fucking little, little jingle, jingle by the end of the show i'm a fan i like that um so yeah it's got a lot of that going on i definitely like that except it's like <laughs> it's like when the serious music cuts in it's like um shield hero levels so of ridiculous really <laughs> yeah oh my god it's like yeah you gotta hear it i can't do it justice <laughs> i didn't and i didn't clip it for the show so we'll share that another time no i'm starting to realize how important uh music and sound effects are absolutely <laughs> like they make a big difference how how did you do you have any reaction to that clip oh yeah no it, it i see what you're what you mean now it does you get what i'm saying i can't it i do get like have you uh, seen um, anything like that the the thing that comes to mind not in an anime that i can think of but what comes to mind is like uh i want to say almost like a cutscene from something like nino kuni or something yeah like a like a anime video game yeah, cutscene. that's like, like a, the only way i can describe it exactly like a video game model but the model the video game itself is also in like a shell shaded shaded type of style like yeah that's kind of what i get from it yeah it's like they coded the character in a 3d shell mm -hmm. it almost doesn't feel like cg but it more like, feels like 3d fighting, 2D a guy in a full suit of armor it doesn't feel robotic yeah no and in this one scene where the knight's like being super nimble he's like moving all fast and stuff he's yeah. attacking all fast i should say um it looks pretty smooth so yeah i'm not i'm not mad at this so i'm just like who else can do that somebody yeah. else needs to adopt this right 
method of animation. It's a secret style, secret sauce. Uh, do you have an anime you would prefer to jump to before I talk about another one? Um, no, I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm going to start something this week, but I'm like in between <laughs> starting something new. I'm no still worries. like looking through my options, trying to see. So I'm going to still recommend uh, Uncle from Another World. Okay. Because I thoroughly enjoyed the episode that came out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because once again, okay, this is I I love small comedy, mm-hmm. and the only the the only way I can like describe the the term small comedy is that it's like moments that out of context they are not super hilarious. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the context, because they're, like, super true things that people would do, mm-hmm. it, it is, like, that w- makes it funny. Because it's funnier in context that, like, we all kind of meme each other and do these same things. Yeah, like, right? so you, like, relate to it. Yeah, so the uncle in Uncle from Another World, um, there's a particular part in this week's episode where... They're dealing with the dilemma of his YouTube account, his mm-hmm. YouTube partnership being shut down mm-hmm. because he doesn't have enough subs. Yeah. <laughs> and the nephew to us, like narrating to us, the audience is basically like, okay, back in like 2018, mm-hmm. there was like this thing that happened where all these people lost subscribers. Mm-hmm. And like, I meant to look this up and I didn't because I'm like, most of the stuff in this show is factual right mm-hmm. at least as far as like world events are concerned and so i meant to look this up but i'm like i'm pretty sure i remember something like this happening because i remember everybody panicking about saying like they all the youtubers are like gonna lose their jobs or mm-hmm. whatever and so he is basically saying like oh the, like my uncle is experiencing like what all the other youtubers experiencing but it's like he already was in a coma and then he had low viewership to begin with etc etc right making excuses kind of for him Mm -hmm. and then he's kind of like he goes over to the uncle and he's like you know like the uncle's like oh i'm just gonna ask that people like sub to my channel right Mm And the kid's like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, you're gonna get destroyed, and like, yeah. the trolls are gonna eat you alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that. And so the uncle does it anyway, and like, gets all this like positive feedback, right? Yeah. And then so the guy, the kid's like, oh, like I really have misjudged social media. Like, people are <laughs> actually kind of positive. Yeah. <laughs> and so then like he he sees his numbers, and then he's like, why is his numbers still so low? And then he sees the uncle is like fucking responding to every like like slightly negative commenter and like Mm. getting in arguments oh my god (laughs) so it's like even as far as like dealing with youtube comments he's a decade behind yeah like he like and his his nephew's like you can't freaking get in arguments with every petty commenter (laughs) and i'm like i just start laughing because i'm like this shit is too real he's like why can't i (laughs) yeah and then so he i forget what happens but it's like he gets sidetracked by like a story from his isekai memory Mm -hmm. and so he was like oh this is almost like the time where i and i forget what he says but he's like this is almost the the time where i did this cool thing and the nephew just goes wait what 
<laughs> then he's like, he's like, God damn it. He's like, I need you to tell me about the goddamn cool story. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you can't just tell me that you did this awesome ass thing and then not tell me the story. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the nephew's like pissed because he's trying to fix the like YouTube issue. Yeah. So his uncle has money, but he also at the same time wants to see. And it's like, of course, it's like the uncle has the ability to replay the past. So. Mm-hmm. It's like they're basically just watching it on a projector, but hmm. it, it's pretty funny. Like he also does a thing where he abuses, uh, like uh, I guess in the Isekai world it was forbidden magic, but hmm. he uses the magic to turn into a female so that he can bother the female friend of his nephew hmm. and like get personal information about him hmm. and his relationships. <laughs> So it's like oh he's God. just pretending to be a woman, but he's just really bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it, it's. What the hell? I don't know. I like the show. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's using wild. all the isekai tropes in the weirdest way possible. Yeah. But all the jokes are just like really, really relevant to like modern internet culture. I feel yeah. Like. like they actually under like they get what it's actually like. It's not some dude who thinks he gets what it's like trying to yeah. make jokes. Yeah it's like pretty funny that's cool so i i enjoyed watching that this week yeah nice um the other i'm still catching up i have a couple or maybe one episode to catch up on uh bakamatsu bad boys Mm. and um i still have not started made in abyss Mm -hmm. and the other shows i'm gonna catch up on orient i just kind of forgot that it was also airing yeah yeah so but um some of the shows i'm being held up by k because of long distance trying to figure out how to watch stuff so mm-hmm. um i also will be Yo, probably nine, no, sorry random but nine anime yeah. has a watch together feature now on their new website oh, okay okay no cool. i haven't tried it i don't know if it works but yeah Crunchyroll still does not have a watch together feature Freaking, you can eight, count eight. each other down and press play at the same time. That's, That's <laughs> Crunchy Rolls. Like, here's how to watch together. Yeah, it's 2022, and you still both press play at the same time. And still, there are no subtitles for dubs, even though the subtitles exist already. Oh, They're man, hard coded this... into the video. Oh, <laughs> I have no words Yo, for that. Is how so that is. It's wild. But yeah, um, so I think that, yeah, that's it. Oh, the last thing I was going to say is I will be, I wanted to watch The Sandman, uh, but again, I'm being held up by Kay on that. That is the Netflix show that is a big to-do uh, currently, so. Oh, it's in the, like in the, making in the waves. sci-fi fantasy world. Oh, okay. Well, it's based on a, it's based on a graphic novel or a comic book, I can't remember, by okay. Neil Gaiman. Gotcha. And like you may not know, but like there's a bunch of stuff that's already been adapted by that's been written by Neil Gaiman. Uh-huh. That's like pretty high level, like science fiction. Like I would say, like it's high level in the way that like Boys is high level in that it's treating superheroes like real people type of okay, thing. Okay, I see. Um, he's also, like, I think he's behind Jupiter's legacy. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, and that like, would the, also the mean... the story. Uh, was it was the one we said took Invincible takes place in Jupiter's legacy world? Does it? No, no, Super Crooks. I'm sorry. That was Super Crooks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jupiter's legacy world. 
but yeah, so uh, Neil Gaiman stuff is is pretty pretty decent. So mm-hmm. I think uh, my personal opinion was that they've taken like Sandman's not new. Sandman's pretty old, mm-hmm. and I think they've waited to have like kind of all the right abilities mm-hmm. and by that i mean like you know like uh cgi and like technical abilities to like create i guess the stuff we would see in sandman because mm-hmm. i from what i understand it's like pretty trippy a yeah. little bit so i think it's one of those ones where it's like they've waited to to have the right uh factors at play gotcha make this a good production so hopefully i'm hoping that it's right technology and all that yeah i'm hoping that it's pretty decent yeah because they've done they've it's not like they haven't adapted anything from him before is what i'm saying mm-hmm. this is on what netflix yeah i just want to kind of see what it looks like i think it just came out this past friday sandman but yeah other than okay. that um I'm going to leave you with the fact that Urza Miller, a.k.a. The Flash, is currently driving around the United States with a bulletproof vest. They still vest haven't caught that, man. And an arm strap. <laughs> he's, le- he's literally The Flash. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't caught him yet. He's, ta- he's taunting, like, the court. Yo, that, that was like a whole him. month and a half ago. And they still haven't caught this, man. He's literally... I just he- read that He's running through today. dimensions in time. <laughs> Didn't he like kidnap some kid or something too? He didn't kidnap anybody. He was he, he was accused of grooming. Yeah, but they're they're more accusing him of like cult leader type stuff. Oh my god, cult leader behavior. Man, just but you know what? He he wants to kill members of the Ku Klux Klan. So I think I'm okay with that. Um, as long as he's not out hurting innocent people. What is this real plot line that this man is I living? Don't <laughs> what is this is real vigilante living? plot line? What are you doing, Urza? What's going on here? Why Jesus. does everybody I like? Why does everybody that I feel per- is like perfectly casted for a role like just Duh, completely be a insane? <laughs> like, They're always just completely <laughs> insane. That's why they were perfect uh, for the role. It's like the only person that's not like that is like Henry Cavill. Like, that we know he's of. Like yeah, literally the only one <laughs> that we know of. I, so no, far. all that motherfucker. What's what's he doing? All that motherfucker is doing is playing doing. Oblivion. Oh. Like. <laughs> All, every every time I see an article, about the game, Henry Cavill, it's like Henry Cavill loves playing PC games. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's like it's like he doesn't like playing games. PC he only talks about this one particular game, and it's Oblivion. That's wholesome. I think it's Oblivion. I'm. It's one of those types of games. That's so. Wholesome. But I'm just like every goddamn time. I'm like, God damn it, Henry yeah. Cavill. That's so wholesome. And I think it's just that people can't believe that someone that masculine and handsome looking would Plays just be sitting at, at a keyboard no, I know. <laughs> I, so I they're agree. just like wow he's just like us yeah <laughs> it's like no guys he's just a fucking handsome nerd like <laughs> <laughs> he's probably dude, socially that, awkward <laughs> like yeah like that he looks like he's socially awkward just like like that superman looks super socially awkward yeah he does that's hilarious in the first movie so yeah it's oh. it, like I feel like Henry Cavill is the only one. And you know what? That might speak to Superman's character, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Because he's so fucking wholesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And such a Boy Scout, like, nobody who plays him goes insane. Yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) They just get paralyzed. I wonder if there's a list somewhere of wholesome celebrities. (laughs) 
probably there's is. a bunch there's a ton of super wholesome celebrities yeah there's gotta be right you just never hear about them because they're out there being so boring they're not making headlines with their shenanigans they're like out making coffee and like cotton <laughs> diapers and shit yeah <laughs> like jessica alba and yeah. her like bajillion dollar company yeah yeah man. but all right guys tiz do you have anything else you want to mention here no nah, i'm good i'm good <laughs> all right all right i'm gonna take us out guys you know where to find us you can always email us even in the crack of the night I'm you can email us up. when you wake up coughing from all the dog hair in your room <laughs> you can shoot that email to, to us as sibling rivalry clash all one word sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com you can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod and uh wherever you listen whether it be itunes spotify google play stitcher tuner and Castbox, give us some feedback we want those stars we want those ratings we want to to do this more and work less at regular day jobs i love those reading laws and texts about myself too so like if y'all can... well yeah tis loves doing that i love reading walls of text about shit so that i can then filter through it and bring it back That's to it. you guys I, I like doing that i like doing research oh i just wish i got to research things i cared about all right <laughs> until then until that time occurs we will be here waiting uh i will hopefully get to play one goddamn video game yeah. at some point in this goddamn week jesus christ <laughs> i swear to god i'm gonna break down <laughs> i'm so angry Going i hate with so much ah, okay yeah, that's like like all I can do is just watch things. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to do any. I don't want to process. Yeah, no. I feel what about that. you, Tiz? I will be figuring out which anime I'm gonna watch next, and also trying to avoid this monkeypox, because um, <laughs> apparently it's a it's I, an actual emergency, and I didn't realize it until the other yeah. Day. People keep talking about it. I haven't experienced it yet. You know. Yeah, just watch who you just, rub up against. Do yeah. the same shit you were doing in COVID. Like, yeah. don't go out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it hasn't been a problem for me. I know you've had to go back. Unfortunately, my coworkers love being shoulder to shoulder with each other. They love it. Uh, they love they, nothing they, more in life than to escape from their kids at their homes and be away from their families. <laughs> but did mother you know. did mother get you one of those disinfecting kits? to take on the go yeah yeah with the, like 10 it had the hand sanitizer and the, the, and the, the wipes, wipes and, and the yeah, gloves yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> i got yeah. that joint. just yeah. just keep that handy you know yeah. it helps it really yeah. does it's it's nasty out here man i'm like even at home like pulling in packages i'm still washing my hands you yeah know? oh yeah gotta be careful out here you definitely do it's nasty so guys keep Keep your keep your monkeys away from your pox. Your pox away from your monkeys. Don't rub mm. up against no strangers, bare skin to skin. You know. Like I said, Probably if you can, can stay in, do that do until it. this is over. You know, most of for, a lot of us, it's it's just fucking hot right now. So that's a oh, good yeah, reason to just stay inside, that's unless it. you have like a pool or something, and then you know, enjoy that. Yeah. But until then, we will. We're out. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye.